All right, so uh, we got everyone recording, and he says the level's good, and so I guess we can just get the get the show rolling. Ignition. <laughs> <laughs> Launch sequence. George and I have two keys, like war games. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? <laughs> Here we are at Ear and Loathing, episode 25, A Shiny Quarter. A, uh, a, I think a silver anniversary. I think it is, yeah. Where's my gift? <laughs> what the What'd you get me? <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm here with my Gitmo bros. Uh, we are the number one rockers forever, as you know very, very well. And uh, sitting next to me here in the entertainment capital of the world at uh, Gitmo headquarters is Ear and Loathing's resident media darling. Uh, say hello. I'm George White coming at you from Gitmo HQ. Yeah, check it in. And uh, oh, what's that I hear? It sounds like uh, the beeping of a satellite from the North Star. Mm. He's my North Star. He's your North Star. He's society's North Star. And uh, why don't you say hello? Baringa! <laughs> I'm half joking, half Irish, and all witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that was an inspired baring. Yeah, right. Extra. Hi, lads. Hi. <laughs> Here on ep- uh, episode 25, we have, oh, nothing, another surprise for you. And why don't we, uh, what? Why don't we have our friend Clem uh, set this up for us? Say hello, you hillbilly bastard. <laughs> Hi there. Welcome to Kibitz Corner. Well, we had such a great time. What is it, five episodes ago? With JP. That's yeah, right. JP was such a, such a charming lad. Mm-hmm. That uh, we thought we would uh, bring in another buddy of the show. Aaron, why don't you introduce our, our guest today? Well, uh, I'm super stoked to welcome a lovely friend of mine, lovely friend of ours, a friend of entertainment, uh, <laughs> a, f- a friend to the animals, <laughs> Andrew, Andy to his friends, Levy! Yay! Yeah! <laughs> He's here! Yeah. He's I'll here. add applause, uh, special we'll effects later. We'll yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> television's Andy Levy, music's Andy Levy, uh, loves Andy Levy, fucking uh, TV's Andy Levy, Twitter's Andy Levy. Soon to be two tin cans connected by a string, Andy Levy. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, Andy. How you doing? Hi, I'm here. I'm here. I'm I I'm here. I was waiting to. I was waiting patiently uh, in <laughs> like the green these- room. Uh, to be called to be called on stage. How, and, how did you like uh, the fruit basket? You the fruit basket was good. I uh, I didn't know cantaloupe came in that color, but it tasted <laughs> fine. So that's the, that's actually the cantaloupe that Joey left. He just said, hey, "Give it to Andy." Oh, excellent! Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Used, a little used lope. It's good. It's good. It's bruised. It's gently exactly. used. It's gently Bru- used like a bruised, cigar. Bruised lope. <laughs> Not to be confused with Davy Lopes, uh, second baseman of the Los Angeles Dodgers. So yeah, Andy's here to be tortured, and uh, we are also going to set him up with something super fun after the torture chamber. But dude, you got to eat your broccoli first before you get your dessert. You know how that works. 
<laughs> what? Open wide. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I can eat dessert first. <laughs> Not here, friend. Yeah, no grown-ups allowed it here in uh, Loving. Okay. So uh, anything you want to tell us about what's going on with you, Andy? Because I, I feel like there's a lot of exciting things. I actually uh, listened to uh, your podcast recently. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I'm the co-host of a uh, podcast for The Daily Beast uh, called The New Abnormal. Uh, along with uh, my, my my lovely co-host, uh, Molly Jongfast, mm-hmm. uh, and our producer, Jesse Cannon. Uh, and we talk about, uh, we talk about politics three times a week because politics is so fun and it's just, <laughs> it doesn't sleep. No, it, I wish it did sleep. Uh, <laughs> Go to sleep politics. Then maybe I could. but uh yeah so i've been uh, you know i've been doing that since uh eh, since last december i guess and uh it's fun they're great to work with and uh you know it's uh it's it's driven up my uh my therapist bills uh, (laughs) because i'm you know now knee deep in the in the politics world which just makes me angry all the time uh but uh but it's you know it's fun times you guys, yeah, it. you guys. I like your camaraderie. I mean, you're you're no Gitmo Bros, but uh, <laughs> no, no, well, but no seriously, is? I who listened is? to it, and who and uh, you guys had a had a great sort of rap going, and and uh, not afraid to say you know the edgier stuff. So I like it. Yeah, from from day from day one, they were both they, they were super easy to work with, and uh, and you know it's just been it's been a uh, a lot of fun doing it. So. It's where I go now, you know, for better or for worse. Uh, I, 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 in order to keep track of what's going on these days, I seriously can only take it if it comes out of Andy's face. The, the, <laughs> I, I can't. It's too much. And so, like, I know that the, the uh, Jancic stuff is going on. But, like, if I tuned in, I would never be able to sleep again. I'm just so worried about no consequence. And so I just got to hear about it from Andy and Molly. And it makes everything uh, go down a bit easier. So for that. I say thank you. <laughs> Andy's like Aaron's food taster. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain the cantaloupe. <laughs> he's also a beautiful piano player. He played uh, with uh, Dalton Grant for many years with me. Uh, he's in Sweet 69 with me and uh, and these other two boys. And uh, he's just a, a lovely renaissance man. I did, I've done probably a good, I don't know, maybe four to six Sweet 69 shows. I don't think we ever did one together, Andy. And I, and I thought it was... The timing was interesting that just as I was coming into the band, you left. Yeah. And it bummed me yeah. out a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting. I, you, you, know. you, you saw that yeah. coming, didn't you? It's, no, I, I think I think Aaron's correct to say it's interesting. Uh I don't you know, there's uh you know, there's a there's a phrase, there's a Latin phrase, but it basically translates to correlation is not causation. And I think so I think you can't really you can't really say that I left because you came on board. You can't say that I didn't. Yeah, you can't not say it either. You can't not say it, but you also can't say it. <laughs> so it's just, it's one of those things. It's it's just, it's, you know, uh, best left unsolved. <laughs> one of those mysteries, unsolved. Yeah. 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 You still doing any music, Andy? Uh, not, not outside of, uh, I have a, a digital piano, you know, one of those that looks like a piece of furniture or whatever. Yeah, uh, a kawaii, something or other, and uh, so I throw my headphones on and and just dick around, dick around. But that's pretty much it these days. Yeah, mm. 
no uh, no Mark Russell um, political parody songs or anything? No. <laughs> no. Blessedly, I can't sing at all. Didn't stop him. Uh, well, that's true. That's true. I actually make him sound like Tom York. So it's, it's just uh, – I have learned I have a I have like a eight month old kitten and I've learned that if I need her to leave me alone I just need to sing in front of her <laughs> and she instantly is in the other room so nice. you just That's sing Oh research, Sherry right with Steve Perry <laughs> should have been gone yeah. nah. <laughs> Well, that's that's Andy Levy, and, and uh, we're we're fucking psyched as hell to have you here, just yeah. as 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 a bro and uh, as a as now a professional podcast guest. So right, know, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for slumming it with us. Punching <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, no, happy to do it. I I should. I don't know if I uh, you could. I guess you could probably edit this out. But uh, I checked Venmo right before this, and nothing is heat yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, not yeah. yet. It's um, interesting. So, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, that's also interesting. Yeah, yeah. We're- <laughs> that's for the agents. Let's leave it for the agents. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> let's just, let's, that's not our thing, guys. Come on. <laughs> we use Zell. This is a Zell house. Oh, oh yeah, that would explain. Should check that account. Oh, you don't have right. one. Oh well. Um. <laughs> oh, Zell. <laughs> also interesting. If it makes you feel any better, I quit my day job waiting for the advertising bucks to roll in on ear loading. So, yeah, it's only a matter of time. So yeah, why don't we uh, take this this uh, this smart ass down to the torture chamber and sh- show him what's what's what? Here. I think politics is hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, down we go. Torture chamber. Okay, I'm not gonna bullshit you. Okay, I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know, but I'm gonna torture you anyway. Suffer. Oh, yeah. And I think Mm. I am going to go first this time because we're just going in usual alpha Gitmo bros order. Aaron was first with Joey. Right. Mm -hmm. That means Damon. I was last. If you follow traditional alphabetizing. So A, B, C, D. I get where you're going. I get where you're going. I get where you're going. I get it. Okay. George is following along. All right. Yeah. So here's the thing. I have to introduce a new element and it's not a, it's not a, like a a new segment or anything. It's more like I really need Andy and Aaron to enjoy the visual of this. And so I'm going to send you guys a link to a YouTube video that I created and it's (laughs) muted. So all you need to see is these guys in action. You don't need it doesn't need to sort of line up with the audio. George is going to watch it here in the room with me. But uh you guys just need to watch this. It's on a loop. You guys can watch it as, as much as you want, as little as you want. It goes for like 15 minutes or something. But don't watch it if you don't want, but I think it's going to add to the experience. So Great. I'm about to text you guys. It sounds like something's going to land all of us on a on a no flyer watch list <laughs> or something. I don't <laughs> Yeah. It's a loop. You, Watch it as much as you want. You know. Are you are you Rick rolling us? <laughs> is this is this one of your foot vids, dude? <laughs> so yeah, um, it's a collection of tasteful nudes. <laughs> Two girls, so, sort one, of what? Yeah, it's sort of Burt Reynolds laying on a bearskin rug kind of deal. <laughs> All right, so oh, links links have been sent. I am going to. Get uh, get this roll in here, and uh, here's here's the song. Let's go from 1981. Mm, good year though. Here they are singing. We are the champions, the Big Blue Wrecking Crew. <laughs> I know this. So what we just saw, you guys, was oh, Andy no. Gibb and Marilyn McCoo 
introducing a band, quote unquote, called the Big Blue Wrecking Crew. Dude, I brought yeah. up Davy Lopes at the top of the show. <laughs> I know you did. And it's what, I know you did. What's the blonde guy, Mike Reese? I'll get into that. No, Jerry Royce. <laughs> right, Jerry, Jerry Royce. Royce. That's it, Jerry Royce. Right? Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so weird. Here we go. So like I said, you guys, just follow, watch the video. You can see yeah. them in all their ridiculousness. But you, here's the audio. <laughs> I've done my sentence. Rick Monday. Look at that guy. All right, so what we have is Jerry Royce. Yeah, Jerry Royce. Yeah. Was the first one. And yeah. then we have, sorry, guys, I got this written down here somewhere. And then uh, Jay Johnstone. Is Stevie Yeggs part of oh, this? Yeah. yeah he's, Jay, the, he's the last one. Jay Johnstone okay. and Rick Monday was the third one. And then yeah. uh, Steve Yeager. And by yeah. the way, I just know already from being part of this, Steve Yeggs was the Biggest pussy hound of all of them. He, <laughs> he was. Looks like he it. was. Look at that hair. Yeah, yeah, more that more than fucking Garvey. Come on, no, no. Yeah. He was. He was with Cindy. Aaron, please. <laughs> is this the time? This is the year when Rick Monday saved the flag too. So, is in it? Montreal. Is it? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah, gonna right. get into that. Yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Never Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and that mistake, I made nice arms. And they've got a bunch of stage moves and everything. Choreography. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Rick but. Monday looks like he's taking it seriously, too. Like, he, he, he's he got some, he's kind of got some, uh, some lounge singer, uh, uh, Lou Canova As- moves. Aspirations. <laughs> Aspirations. <laughs> as soon as this baseball thing's done. Tonight at the Now Voyager will be Rick Monday. You know, just saving the flag bit, Rick? Yeah, I'm going to do it. So I open with it. And what's funny is, I- I'm going to assume that Solid Gold, which is the show that they're performing on yeah. right now, was is filmed in Los Angeles because this audience is way too into this. They're they're like when they hit the chorus, that everyone just starts screaming and clapping and everything. It's I was I remember watching this as a kid and screaming and clapping. <laughs> and also, Solid Gold is is rich in irony. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. George is like, Mom, something funny's happening to my pants. Yeah. <laughs> when I look at Steve Yeager, <laughs> specifically Yeager, how does he get his hair like that? <laughs> It's my Beatles moment. I go combing my hair in the mirror. Hey, Mom, do you know that Jaeger means warrior in German? Did you know that? (laughs) Mom, what does pussyhound mean? (laughs) Why does this belt buckle say coxman? (laughs) (laughs) It was a gift from Tom Lasorda. (laughs) I think all of Anchorman was based on this video. God, you've got to include this for the people, Damon. That, that, that was yeah. the pitch. That was the pitch uh, in, in the room. Okay, okay. Will Ferrell and this. Okay, just watch. <laughs> Dude, that's a, that's a, there's no way they did not see this, Andy. You're right. About oh, that. no way at there's all. No, no way, way at all. Yeah. Right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, listen to that audience. And they were. And they were yeah, the this is 1981, yeah. 1981, yeah. Yep. champions of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, right. went, I went to game three. Fuck yeah, you did. Did you really? Yeah, game three, Fernando Valenzuela sat in yep. the last seat in the last section, uh, and it fucking didn't matter, bruh, bruh. You were in the room, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the context, as Aaron just said, the Dodgers had just won the, did they, they beat the Yankees, didn't they? 
You goddamn right they did. Yeah, and it was the 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 flip side of the single. By the way, this was released as an official single, and uh, the flip side was New York, New York, which I thought was actually pretty funny. Just to oh. they, 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 they bothered to do a second song. Yeah, oh, I, okay. I hate the fucking Dodgers so much. And this is this is this is you're earning the name Gitmo Boys here. This is pure torture for me, and that's coming from a Mets fan. Yeah. But are you one of those guys? Are you sad like Billy Joel that the Dodgers left New York at some point and write a whole song? That's how I was that's how I was I was raised to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone from New York would be. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So these guys had just won the World Series uh in nineteen eighty one, sorry. And uh they, so they went on this kind of tour with this dopey song. I don't know what like whose idea it was. I couldn't figure that out, but it sounded like a kind of drunken, like they had just finished pouring champagne all over each other, and they were all kind of drunk in the in, in jock the straps. You know, it'd be funny is if we went in the studio and recorded "We Are the Champions," and then they did it. Ugh. So it's a great idea, Yeggs. Did Spencer Proffer produce this? <laughs> all right, here we go. I just don't get why this someone thought this was funny. Like it, the first idea of it was like that that would be funny, and then you kind of just let it go, right? Not nineteen eighty one. No, you do it. I don't you, think they think this is funny. No, they don't. <laughs> they think it's great. Well, they're yeah, champions. yeah. I think that they're being charming, and that they yeah. are charming, and that it's not funny. It's charming is a strong word. It's look, they can yeah, sing and I think that they'd too. Be, yeah, they believe <laughs> yeah. themselves to be charming. Yeah, like this yeah. isn't a this isn't a joke to them, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. I answer Rick Monday. <laughs> no, <It's> just, <laughs> Rick cares. Rick Stormy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to call me Stormy from now on. <laughs> Capiche? So yeah, this. Uh, I, I guess my point is is it's it's very cutesy and and I and they're just not cute to me. They look like you know big dumb lugs, hmm. you know. And uh, and so and they took this on a kind of uh, a media tour because they were I have it here they they not only did Solid Gold they were on the Tonight Show they were on the Mike Douglas Show they were on Good Morning America and a couple other shows doing this shtickola you know it's just it's just super aggravating to me and and uh, they did it for charity which I guess is your way of kind of saying hey but they did it for charity right but uh, I'm just thinking like I don't know how much money this raised but couldn't you guys have just like Cut a check to the to the children's hospital. I think, I think Charity was one of Jaeger's strippers. Yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah, probably so. Yeah. It's, it's a victory lap. It's a victory lap. It's what it is. It's a victory lap. So yeah, here we go. <laughs> and this is Charity. Oh, by the way, that's Lee Sklar on bass and uh, Jeff, Percar- <laughs> Jeff Percaro on drums. They I only thought went- that was Lee Sklar. Yeah, it <laughs> sounded like Jeff. This is the kind of thing Jeff would be involved with. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, also, there's some other studio guys. I don't remember who they were. Um, but the one thing, it's hard to tell, obviously, in here, and I think just mixed way in the background, is 
Ooh, what is her name? Helen something. The organist. Helen Dell on the Dodger Con yeah, organ. Yeah, right, yeah. She, <laughs> Helen Dell, they recorded her playing along oh, with yeah, this you, too. Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah. They actually turned down Herbie Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Herbie, we like Helen's track better. Yeah. It's hard to say this. But... Helen's got a little more of a groove, we feel. <laughs> honestly, honestly, your uh, research probably told you this, but uh, it's my understanding that Helen had much better coke than Herbie did. So <laughs> as a result, you know, it was an A, B, C, and then C1. That's the way it went. Uh, another little known, fact, little known fact about the uh, recording session was that uh, Helen actually played the clavinet. She did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> no. Very funky. She's very funky. <laughs> Fun- funky yeah. class. So, well, if we can't get Stevie Wonder, you know who to call. <laughs> Helen Dell. Uh, she's, the, she's the one. <laughs> Stevie's right, like, go. what are you doing with your left hand? Fuck. <laughs> <My God. laughs> Fuck. I thought you just knew taking me out to the ball game. And this just comes out. This fat funk comes out of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've taken my vows and my curtain call. Oh. Brought me fame and fortune and everything that goes with it. And I think you are. Why does he sound like Doug Henning there? <laughs> it's their own interpretation, you know. Everything that goes with it. Yeah, just uh, follow the melody, guys. I don't. What, <laughs> I want it to be clear. I have closed the video. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't take it anymore. There's no. Where are the solid gold dancers? Yeah, anything. Where's to- Danny Terrio? Yeah. <laughs> Andy, I'm going to ask you to, to close the video, but open your heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can do one of those two things. Yeah, only one. But it's been no better roses. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Not simply. laughs> yep. This guy's. Pizza's here. Aces, guys. <laughs> A couple of things this reminded me of. A, you know when you're in like, I don't know, maybe junior high or even like late elementary school, and there's some sort of assembly going on. And a couple of teachers do some sort of the shtick. Gy- the gym teachers. Yeah, the gym yeah, right. teachers all do something. That's exactly what <laughs> this is, reminds me of. Yeah. yeah, like the counselors at camp. Where yeah. They're yeah. Similar, saying, similar. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. What I, what I find interesting is, and I guess I don't know if a lot of people caught this at the time, but they are clearly students of, uh, of Arnold Schoenberg, who obviously, you know, <laughs> pioneered uh, atonal music. And they're they're sort of taking it to the masses. And I think, look, (laughs) as much as I hate the Dodgers, I I have to give them credit for this. I I have to I have to doff my cap. uh, (laughs) Your Mets cap. to them, to, to my Mets cap, to them, to them actually doing this, to taking atonality and sort of a twelve tone (laughs) scale approach to a what was before this just some boring rock song in a key (laughs) in a key with a melody it's a a worldwide audience it's a brave choice you're right yeah (laughs) yeah between the big blue wrecking crew and yoko ono they they brought avant-garde music to the masses which you know 1981 was an exciting year (laughs) <laughs> and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I think Yeg's glasses cost seven hundred dollars then, which and their prescription and its sunglasses and everything. And that's that's like I think like thirteen thousand dollars in, in twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, he got them yeah. on San Vicente from yep. a, a connection that he had. Those things absolutely get darker and lighter depending. Oh, on they do absolutely. So, uh, well, uh, another thing that I find interesting, as far as I could tell, my research indicated. This might be the first professional sports team who did a song where the players are actually singing it. 
Meaning mm. we all know about the Super Bowl shuffle, which has happened about five years later with the Chicago Bears. Right. And there's a bunch of other ones and I have a list here. We'll kind of we can hop on those in a second. But, you know, mm. a song like San Diego Superchargers and stuff, that was just a kind of a, a modern fight song or whatever. Right. right. It wasn't the actual players singing Sandy. Yeah, you're talking about a funky song. That's a good, no, that's song. A good track. Yeah. That is a good yeah, song. A good I, track, yeah. I agree. But uh, I believe this. These douchebags beget all the other ones that followed. Uh, you, you had the, your Bears Super Bowl shuffle. You had the Detroit Lions doing another one bites the dust, which is funny. I think that Queen, yeah, yeah, another Queen song. And that year, I believe the Lions well, payday like, for Brian and Freddie. I, I think the Detroit Lions <laughs> went eight and eight that season. By the yeah. way, so yeah. they bit the dust as, dust as well. Um, of course, Ram it. Uh, to, uh, yeah, Ram it by the LA Rams. If you don't mention get mesmerized, I'm gonna. Go <laughs> Was that a real one, Andy? Hell yeah, 1986, baby. Local hit. You know, it's funny you say 86 (laughs) because it really in the in the uh, wake of the Chicago Bears Super Bowl shuffle, uh, like virtually like 90 percent of these songs that I found were all from 1986. Oh yeah, yeah. I think the the, uh, Football Giants had one that year too, if I remember. I think the Niners did one because they came on stage at a Huey Lewis show, uh, like Joe Montana and or, or maybe it was Steve Young era. But I remember seeing that as well. I think the, the so the Niners got in on that. My lord, who thought it was good, dude? Who thought it was great? Raiders had the silver and black attack. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks had because the blue wave is on a roll. Also, a team that went like seven and nine. Wow. <laughs> oh that's when they were. That's when they were like in the early when they were like like three and one. They did the song and then <laughs> right. the rest is just gonna go up. Was that the Jim Zorn era? <laughs> yeah, it probably was. Steve Logent. Logent. Senator Steve Logent, Congressman yeah, Steve Logent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is a, these guys pretty much started that that wave. Speaking of blue waves, the, that wave of of garbage. And and so I think Aaron just or Andy mentioned the Giants, and they were also called Oh Nothing. The uh, the big was it the big, big blue? Yeah. The, yeah, the big blue big blue machine. Yeah, no, no, big blue wrecking crew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the original big blue wrecking crew. Five years later, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I ask you? Is, is can now, I ask you to stop? <laughs> it sounds like they're singing live on Solid Gold, and then that begs the question: Why isn't everybody always canned on Solid Gold? And if yeah. not, this is the recorded version. <laughs> That's how the Dodgers work. Aaron. Yeah, they like, work. Why live. was anybody doing anything? Live? They're like, yeah, we'll do it, but we ain't doing anything canned, baby. Based on yeah, based on uh, what I can I can tell watching the video, they are singing it live, which you know credit. But, but they couldn't have done it any better or worse than the re- than the recorded version anyway. So it's just like, who cares? I don't think they cared. You know. They By the way, I don't buy that the uh, crowd noise is real. Do you think they sweeten that up? Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> if you same- if you if you look at the video, if you study it uh, much like I have studied the Zapruder film, 
<laughs> you see Back a lot of people sort of just sitting in their seats. <laughs> and that's not the kind of noise you usually hear from a crowd that's just sitting right. in their seats. So, uh, yeah. Full disclosure, Andy, the, the, the uh, crowd noise they use in this video is the same crowd noise I'm going to use when I introduced you earlier in the show. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. I think they turned the crowd noise down. <laughs> so, I, think, pandemonium. I, think there was, I think there was a second crowd. <laughs> yeah. There's almost more bloodshed in this as opposed to the uh, Zapruder film. <laughs> yeah, uh, fewer heads were exploded on, on the... On <laughs> a lot of people just sitting back into the left in their chairs. <laughs> and their mouths just open a gate. Yeah. A lot of women trying to get out of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Climb out of the show. <laughs> Was Governor Conley there? <laughs> All right. Yeah, they got the choreography going, but now they've been instructed to put the the mics back on the stands because you know there's going to be a big reveal coming. Sure. (laughs) And by the way, that's so funny to me, like, they could have got in and out of this song you know, with a verse and a chorus and it would have had, yeah, yeah. but they're going to double down on the chorus at this point. (laughs) Of course. Because they've been standing there. I know you guys can't see it. I apologize, but they're, they've been standing with their arms over their head, both like uh, Rocky for like a whole chorus. And now they're about to roll into the next chorus with the same, in the same position. But uh, it's they could have kind of wrapped this thing up in a minute, I think, minute and a half or something like yeah, that. Except one thing, Damon Champions don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think residuals don't kick in until the two thirty. <laughs> that's a true. That's a true thing. Getting paid. Getting paid. Found that out the hard way. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, rolling in toward the end here, guys. This scene of them taking their jackets and their ties off and stuff, like many, many a baseball groupie has witnessed this very yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Aaron, Aaron and I did an album that was just, it was 30 uh, one minute tunes. And <laughs> it sold really, we sold like four or five million copies. We didn't see a penny from it because no. the residuals don't kick in. They just don't kick two, in. Until the 230 mark. We, didn't know. We, we referred to it later as the didn't kick in tour. <laughs> Can you please kick in because the residuals yeah. don't? <laughs> That's what it said. It was the shirt. You had to get really up close to read it. I still get mean letters from the musicians' union because we couldn't pay the boys. Yeah, no, we felt bad because they all, you know, they all took they took deferred payment, (laughs) and on our advice, (laughs) exactly. The back end's huge, guys. The back end's huge. (laughs) All right. There's a lot of shirt untucking going on and yeah. stuff. It's it's, it's I, awkward. It is very awkward. <laughs> and I'm feeling something. <laughs> I think it's it was Mom? true. I think uh, <laughs> at the time it was a it was a rule so close to the 70s that if you got four or five guys on stage, yeah. more than half of them's got to be wearing a shade of brown. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> yeah. a, that's a yeah. non-negotiable. Oh yeah. 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 That's Yeah. It's a non-starter. <laughs> yeah. Where's your fucking brown, Jerry? 
<laughs> yeah, Steve, yeah, like Steve Yeager with his, his brown hair. He had a whole brown ensemble going there. And I think yeah, he like he's the human manifestation of brown. <laughs> I think Rick Monday's autobiography was white man, brown jacket. Right? <laughs> American flag. <laughs> uh, Yeager was the was the inspiration for uh, Larry and on Three's Company. Oh, yeah. totally. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I, I'm disappointed a little, though. This is, video's kind of fuzzy because it's solid gold in 1981, but I, I don't think anyone has a knit tie on. And that's that would also be a prerequisite during this. Time. I yeah. think they this all was too early. Was this so? a little too early for mm. knit ties? Maybe a year or two too early. I had one then. In, yeah. in 81? Because <laughs> oh, yeah. 81 was definitely still the 70s. In a it, lot oh, of ways. for sure. Yeah. yeah, in a way. Yeah. Yes, in a way. Yeah. yeah. I feel like but, the knit... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like they hit more like 83, 84. But okay. Yeah, 81, 82 was still like junior college for the 70s. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, a few little factoids. Uh, Steve Yeager uh, was, in 1976, was injured when teammate Bill Russell's bat shattered as he hit a mm. ground ball and a large jagged piece from the heavy end of the bat slammed the throat of Yeager. Right. Hence why he can't sing in 1981. Uh, Why he, is he in the act? He ruined. <laughs> well, did you look at him? Look at the glasses. Yeah, he's he's the dreamboat. So I also like the fact that Jaeger in '82 did one of those semi-nude poses in Playgirl magazine, right? And that was before, like, all these macho players didn't realize, like, it wasn't chicks looking at you in the <laughs> in the in the bathtub with the suds over your dick. It, like, attention, the, attention, the, the amount of the amount of jizz that was spilled looking at your at your at your pictorial there. It's your Louisville slugger. <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, and so Rick Monday, little factoid about him. He oh he's yeah Aaron Aaron mentioned this earlier in 1976 when two protesters uh, ran onto the field and were trying to burn an American flag. Yep. This this happened at Dodger Stadium. Although yeah, Rick was yeah. on the uh, Cubs at the oh, time. Yes, yeah. And so. Uh, he went he while they were starting to trying to light it in center field. I like I like the fact field. that the two guys are sitting there like rubbing sticks together so they're trying to get this get, they get have this a better plan for <laughs> right but uh so Rick had time to to run over and grab the flag and and kind of dump it off in the dugout just to to prevent these guys from making their protest statement and so he got big big standing ovation from all the Dodger fans, even though he was a Cub, and they even put a big thing up on the on the uh, scoreboard saying, "Way to go, Monday Rick Monday. saves a flag." I think yeah. they put him on a stamp, and I'm not bullshitting you. I think, <laughs> oh, I think, I think that Monday <laughs> saves the flag. That's where heroes belong. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But yeah. no one no one protested when he burnt a Queen song to the ground. <laughs> no. yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Uh, okay. The nation looked the other way. I have a Jay Johnstone. Uh, little he was known as on the Dodgers as the clubhouse prankster. Of course, and, oh. and a few of his pranks were putting a soggy brownie inside Steve Garvey's first base mitt, <laughs> setting <laughs> teammates' cleats on fire. <laughs> and I like how Wikipedia explained to me, known as hot footing. I was going to say yeah. that as a joke. <laughs> yeah. Did he hot foot somebody? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting out the crotch area of Rick Sutcliffe's underwear. <laughs> 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 but his biggest prank of all putting together the big blue wrecking crew and covering a queen song thank you very much <laughs> and finally yeah. i couldn't find anything interesting about the boring jerry royce. jerry royce and so other than the fact that he's the worst singer in this in this whole crew it's a good picture so there you go let's roll we got 30 seconds left of this garbage they're about to untuck and reveal uh what what they've got under their their dress shirts here we go 
They're already giggling. They're already giggling like what's about to happen here. Sure. Oh, boy. There you go, lads. The Big Blue Wrecking Crew, 1981, performing your favorite and mine. We are the champions. By the way, for the people at home, you should let them know that the unbelievable, I mean, just an amazing bit where they strip down to their undershirts, which are blue shirts that say Dodgers on them. Right. (laughs) Right. I I, I guess it's for the rest of the country, for other people. Oh, they're the Dodgers. Right. Exactly. It must be. (laughs) I don't even think the shirts didn't even say like world champs or anything, right? Just Dodgers. Just Dodgers. And and tucked in. Yeah. Tucked in with belts. Yeah, Yeah. The whole deal. Yeah. You know they went to some bar in Marina del Rey after the sh- the day oh. uh, the hard day shoot was over. Oh yeah, <laughs> just drank rusty nails until uh, until it was time to go home. And they took the dinghy back to some you know booster's yacht. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe Amalfitano <laughs> had a fuck pad near there. <laughs> Don't you guys feel like there was a there's the you know the 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 penthouse suite at the Bonaventure was set up with like about fifty chicks and and this yeah. lot rails everywhere? Yes. After this shoot, yeah. oh, absolutely, for, yeah, for sure. Whatever happened to the fuck pad? Yeah, <laughs> Joe Amalfitano's fuck pad. <laughs> the, 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 no, I'm in general, the not not oh, his yeah, okay. <laughs> We should we should start a college class called Decline of the Fuck Pad, and yeah. just be a historical analysis of what is that the Gitmo the, Bros uh, fan fan club? <laughs> Decline of the Fuck Pad. The fuck pads. <laughs> so yeah, let's. Uh, there, there you go with some uh, Damon torture for Andy at uh, the the, wow. the the Big Blue Wrecking Grill. <laughs> Brutal. And uh, I hope yeah. that wrecked your day. Thank you very much. <laughs> the only way that could have been worse is if, is if it were the 1988 Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, by the way, speaking of of the of the later Dodgers, eight, the 86, I think, like every other team, they they went ahead and, and Royce was the one guy who was still on the team to participate in this garbage. They They were called the Boogie Bunch. And they did their own thing, which was actually the name, the original name for this podcast before we settled on Aaron Loathing. We were going to on the list. It was on the list. Yeah, we're the, we're the boogie bunch. Boogie bunch. <laughs> and you, you guys got to see Oral Hershiser just just rocking a move. Oh, in that Oral. one, yeah. he was a religious fella, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but trust me, his pelvis was not religious. <laughs> no the way, he was thrusting that bad boy. <laughs> I just feel the rhythm, and uh, you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we move on to George's torture? I thought. Oh wait. Uh, wait. Oh, it's me. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because I'm confused. We're going alph- I'm confused by the. Uh, yeah, we're going in alphabetical order. So it goes. Oh, so G's after D. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it's it's the GD torture. Uh, so are you ready, George, or should we I, give we, you a moment? Or no, no, I'm uh, I'm ready and uh, let it let it rip. Okay. Enjoy this. All right. Here we go. Do I have to change my name? Would <laughs> it get me far? Should I lose some weight? Oh my Am god. I'm gonna be a star. <laughs> Speaking of the Simon game. <laughs> yeah. Am I Someone? am I the only one bopping my head here now? Yeah, no, it's a fucking stone cold jam. Stone cold jam. So we've got we've got Madonna American Life. What year is this, George? Two thousand three. Okay. Two thousand three, right when she was um you know, getting ready to kind of fall off. This is this is the year that uh, she did the kiss with uh, Brittany and Christina. So scandalous. Yeah. She was trying to, you know, update with the kids. And yeah. this is called uh, and, and this is from the album American Life. Uh her worst selling record. 
up till that point. And um, yeah, just enjoy a little more of it. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is Helen Dell on synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> Sounds like Andy Levy's little kitty is running around on a synth. (laughs) (laughs) Got a hold of that nip. That cat nip is like living in La Vida Loca. I tried to be a dog. (laughs) Sorry. I tried to be the best. I guess I did it wrong. It's why I wrote this song. Oh, you guys right know there's right. the offense right oh, there. I, I, I hate when people mention the song that they're that they're writing. That's yeah. the worst. Oh, oh. I hate that's that's the first real big yeah. nice little jab from her there. <laughs> oh. Mags, what, what do they call her? Mads, Mags, Madge, Madge, Madge. Madge. Yeah, Madge. Come on. Yeah, and it's it's weird because that the act of doing that is it's being defensive is because it presupposes that somebody said, "Why the fuck did you write this song? <laughs> why, yeah, why would you do this?" Yeah, before the first chorus, she goes, "Here's why I I did I I had to do it truly." Yeah, if you have to explain your joke, it wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a rule yeah. in comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you continue to explain it, then it becomes funny again. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Also yeah. a rule if you explain it three times. It's like yeah. the rule of three. You, you keep, you know. Right. Ask like Preston Sturgis. Come on, guys. If, if she just kept going, repeating the line, that's why I wrote this song for like a minute, that, that would be, be good. Hero. That it would rolls, be great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, amazing. It's funny after the sixth time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I'm starting to see. All right. <laughs> it, it enrages you, and then you're back. Then you're back. <laughs> yes, it's rage to guffawing. That's, I think that's Which I believe his, is the Shecky, trajectory. It's Shecky Green's book, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's He called it the fun the fun algorithm. <laughs> this is when Madge was also dressing like um Che Guevara. This is yeah. when at this time of uh, uh this is supposed to be her political album protest, Folkatronica is what yeah. it's uh, the kind what? of music she's doing. I gotta admit the, the picture yeah. that, that they have up for the YouTube video. <laughs> she looks good though come on she looks good this is pre this is pre uh surgery and stuff so she's still hot at this point yeah it's 2003 2003 yeah. yes huh. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> not sure if that's true okay yeah. huh. i've heard that huh, many times in my relationship <laughs> I, I propose something it says so much. It's like it's like a, a a paint swatch or something, right? Huh? huh. Oh, so you went you went to bed. You stayed home and went to bed early last night. Huh. <laughs> I did. Huh. <laughs> oh, okay, it's not what your GPS said. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not what my GPA said either. <laughs> oh, oh, graduate. Oh. <laughs> Let's hear Madge. All right, Let's here we go. Madge. <laughs> This is like David Crosby level. It's like simple of lyrics. Simple, simple, just like she just. This is something she's born. A story she's boring somebody with at a party. I what I what I hope that everyone sees Andy in particular. That what I what I. Most torturous for me about this song is it, it's um, arrogantly tone deaf while being boring. 
It's her telling us about this. She's not. She's a multimillionaire legend, and by this time, and is confused about what she should do. Yeah, the misunderstood <laughs> Madonna. Not entirely sure. Madonna is the best messenger for <laughs> having to. You know, oh, having to change your image constantly sucks. That was your career. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. That's what she pioneered, if you will. And was <laughs> effortless and, and awesome at it. Like, was yeah. celebrated yeah. for that. But guess what? There's mm. two new girls in the block that are, you know, copping her, her stuff. And so I'll go kiss them on live TV and make this record. <laughs> <laughs> but she, uh, this was her political record where this, this for the initial thought was it was against the uh, 2003 invasion of Iraq. Oh, yeah. And uh, George Bush in general. The original video of this had him, had her throwing a hand grenade at him, oh. which they decided, well, maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. And so they made a different one. This isn't it, but they made a different <laughs> video and took that mm. out. Well. So she threw a shoe at him instead. A shoe. <laughs> I can see how, do I have to change my name? Will it get me far? Should I lose some weight? Am I going to be a star? That Now that I realize that that's actually about the Iraq war. <laughs> <laughs> now it resonates. Now it now, resonates. Now, yeah, now this is like, now the beat is really, yeah. it got There's me. so much good stuff to come here, guys. It's almost like a soldier's <laughs> lament. <laughs> Almost. It's evocative of Baghdad, isn't it? <laughs> Did Peter Jennings help you write this? <laughs> Mogadishu. <laughs> All right, here we go. Crowbarring these lyrics into that melody, yeah, she isn't was. she? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where's Jaeger when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> He's at Sunglass Hut. <laughs> oh, these? I got him over at Sunglass Inferno on San Vicente. This, this song is more polarizing than his glasses. Is <laughs> 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 Makes me want to turn in my American card. Did, did, yeah. like, I- this is the folk part of the sea that was electronica. And right. This is the folk, folkatronica. Okay. See what she's doing? There's right. two parts. So, okay. So you guys are missing Jeez. it. That's what she's doing. Folkatronica. Yeah. My, my heart is bleeding. My soul is bleeding. <laughs> my gums are bleeding. I live the American dream. American dream. What is she even talking about? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> She's pissed off, and now it's a dream. I don't know. I, that's, I, this is the what folk is part. This? this is the folk part. Back to electronic. <laughs> This is this is just, wearing me out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me let me see. This is a five minute song, by the way, George. Well, the, the ending you can cut <laughs> off, but we have to get at least part through it because okay. something worse is coming. Um, also, I want to um, to uh, point out. So she 
she worked with this a producer named Mirwas, I think is how you say it. M I R W A I S. He's a French electronica guy. Mm-hmm. But also at the time, she was taking, um, she was, I guess, learning to play the guitar. And so they asked her, like, where are these? So to let you know probably where that quote in quotes chorus came from. Um, she was learning to play the guitar then, and they asked her, so where do these ideas come from? And she said, well, you know, it can come from Mirwas. He can send me something, or maybe I'm taking a guitar lesson, and I just, you know, hear something, and then I decide <laughs> to do it. All I could think was like, you know, most people decide to go ahead and take the lessons and learn, and then write the songs. <laughs> they don't do it at the same time. Yeah. You know, they go ahead and learn the instrument, and then... <laughs> And I, and so I, I thought that chorus, which has maybe a few chords in it, like maybe that was her contribution to yeah. this. This sounds good. She heard a D chord. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, what's this? Yeah. I you put ever, my three fingers here D? and then add my pinky. What's that going to do? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's about how it felt. <laughs> Mirwas spent like a, a week and a half just taking Madonna's one D chord. She was able to strum and turn it into, into a rhythm. Is she back cr- to the folk? Yeah, is she <laughs> criticizing? What? This is like pre-social media and everything. So who is she criticizing? Because it's not about herself, obviously. No, this is. She's about asking her. No. these rhetorical questions about. Who? No, no, no. This is about her. Do I have to lose some weight? Do I have to be a? Yeah, she's, she's already a star. She's, she's already in good shape. She's like, trying is, to stay on top, Damon. This is her exploring what you know is all this not, for her. Yeah, what did fame star, mean? But relevancy. Yeah, yeah. What what did yeah, what did yeah. fame mean? Is what she's asking all of us to help her with. Was what did all this was, mean? Is this life for her? Is it, can she stay on top? Che Guevara was famously worried about his weight. <laughs> famously. <laughs> this is a, this is, the song is about her friends in Echo Company. <laughs> <laughs> this is about a firefight yeah, outside. Right. <laughs> we lost a lot of good guys that day. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> a lot of good men. A lot of good men. She remembers the day clearly Creedence Clearwater was playing <laughs> right, of on the transistor radio. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunate Son was blasting. Yeah. I loved you in Wall Street. We got J Bone <laughs> on the saw. <laughs> There's an IED. <laughs> she tried it. to give a piece of candy to a Vietnam Vietnamese kid, but then she realized he was he was <laughs> strapped to the bomb. <laughs> so yeah. she adopted him. <laughs> and the weirdest part is she was in Baghdad. Look, problem solved. We didn't ask questions. Problem solved. (laughs) Dunzo. Okay. All right. She rhymed dream with dream. And she's also doing the goddamn my Madonna. This is not my Madonna. Like my Madonna wouldn't do hard R it either. I don't like the hard R. Well, she why she hard R in it? I think this is a you know when she was maybe got just got married to Guy Ritchie, so maybe some of the English part was coming in. There's that simp. 
You know? Does this make you want to move your body too? I mean, what a slow BPM, like just it kind of drags you down. It's just not yeah. for real. Song. That's an excellent point, Georgie. Yeah, like uh, just... Who's it fucking for? Like, uh, is it for when I'm driving? Is it for when I'm sleeping? It's not for when I'm clubbing. No, it's just not. The, right synth, the synth represents the sort of eternal, undying will of the Iraqi people. <laughs> Match, what you doing? Okay, she's just going into the no, first no, verse no. again. I know, but you have to give it some time. There's some. There's. <laughs> you a, have a, to give it some time. A big, <laughs> a big, a bigger horror is coming. Okay, I promise you. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Try to be a girl. Try to be a mess. Try to be the best. Try to find a friend. Try to stay ahead. Try to stay on top. Oh, edgy. Yeah. edgy. This is the uncensored, guys. Explicit. Wow. The afternoon show is a little blue. Better not say that again. <laughs> 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 oh. By the way, the guy who, who uh, put the lyrics of this video, he, he censored the fuck. <laughs> he said, like, <laughs> asterisks. <laughs> well, you want to check that box, okay, for kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't censor her. No. Well, there she goes. Oh, my God. Guess what, Andy? She said it again. And again. <laughs> but that's it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> so, okay, hold on a second. So, so, in situ- <laughs> Nice. <laughs> when, <laughs> list. when so when she she uh, an artist she writes lyrics and gets ready to go into the studio to do a song now mm-hmm. so she's she's having this but but for the listener she's having a should i do this should it sounds like she's still you know figuring it out but by the end of the song she's saying fuck it fuck it fuck it but she well, already wrote those lyrics yet. down i was gonna she say you, you made a really bad assumption there Aaron. Yeah, we're not at the end buddy there's, <laughs> oh, some, no. there's some stuff coming friend oh no we are not at the end Oh, not by a long shot. Aaron, are you saying that the fuck it was just when she was she went back to fix these lyrics and that was her reaction? I was like, nah, fuck it. I just left what she already had. Yeah, I feel like she's like she's setting you up as if she's having this thing, but she's already she knows she knows the the woman who's walking into the studio knows that she's gonna say fuck it in the middle, so it negates everything she said at the top. But we still had to sit there for two and a half minutes and listen right. to the bullshit. And then fake out poor young Aaron that this was the end of the song. <laughs> lies. <laughs> and then, well, More importantly. <laughs> yeah, surrounded by lies and untruths. <laughs> maybe she just needed another guitar lesson, guys. Yeah. She could learn maybe an F or an F sharp or, I don't know. Gonna play an F. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a couple more fuckets here. Yep. Oh god, here we go. And here comes the big right. (laughs) The big right's coming, the haymaker. Yeah, at this point we're looking at like twenty almost twenty years of of bad dance songs with rap in the middle. I mean, going back to Samantha Fox and stuff, and she's just gonna go ahead and just 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 dive straight in. Right. And and just in case you can't understand the lyrics, this is her rapping about her life and the things she has in her rich life. Yeah. Her car and you know her trainer, and so just listen. Yeah, if her you trainer. want any any sort of evidence that she's a so far up her own asshole, I mean, this is it right here. If she's she's, I'm, I mean, we know what she was saying. Who? Fuck it, I'm gonna rap. Was the rest of that sentence? I'm yeah. just gonna fucking rap. I don't, and also, I don't know where we were to doing do those Samantha Fox songs and those other songs. 
much of my arguments that I kept making was like, unlike Madonna, these women are, you know, da 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 da. Madonna did it right. Now here's mm-hmm. Madonna doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and much like later. Just, yeah, much much later. And like, oh my god, it's it's look, it's hard to okay. just worry about relevancy. But geez, Louise, that's Aaron's version of a retraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind those other episodes. <laughs> On page six, we erroneously said that Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The editors of Ear and Loathing regret our mistake. (laughs) And apologize unreservedly. We're going to take this as a learning experience. An overabundance of caution. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go with the wrap. It goes into my body and you know I'm satisfied. I drop my mini keeper and I'm feeling super duper. You they tell me I'm a trooper and you know I'm satisfied. And people, they were people were done with this style of rapping, right? I mean, I'm surprised oh. she didn't start it with "My name is Madonna and I'm here to say." <laughs> get your hands in the air. Get your. <laughs> By the way, you guys heard that she, she has a mini Cooper and is yes. feeling super duper. Did you get that? Yes. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. So if you don't have one, you know, too bad for you. <sighs> She sounds like the Flight of the Concords guys who are, <laughs> yeah, right, right, she she like she's, yeah. who are doing this as a joke. Yeah, yep. she sounds like my Germaine. aunt. She sounds like my aunt. <laughs> she sounds like Kath from Accounting. Yeah, yeah, right. and not my funky aunts because I've got a couple of funky aunts. But like one of my aunts is not funky, and just as embarrassing everyone in the room. Aaron's folk aunt. <laughs> Ida, put the mic down. And I <laughs> Jesus, it's enough Just already. Put it down. Got three funky ants and one folkatronica ant. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> is this the part about Iraq? I don't. Do they have soy lattes in it? I, I You're right. <laughs> the Baghdad Starbucks. Um. <laughs> And you know I'm satisfied. I'm digging on the isotope to smell the physics. She just open it. All this can give me hope. You know I'm satisfied. I got a lawyer and a manager, an agent and a chef, three nannies and assistant and a driver and a jet, a trainer and a butler and a other pilot. other super rich people. I guess <laughs> other rich pop stars. <laughs> Boy, she's she really became an asshole. Mm-hmm. She's got to be like intolerable in person, right? I, On any oh, level, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So we got to get through this rap, right? Is that what you're yeah, telling we me? do? Yes, okay. we do. Then you can stop. <laughs> All right. A trainer and a butler and a bodyguard of five. A gardener and a stylist. Do you think I'm satisfied? I'd like to express my extreme point of view. I'm not a Christian and I'm not a Jew. <laughs> I thought she was in Kabbalah then. Isn't, isn't right, Sandra yeah. Bernhardt and Sister Kabbalah? Whenever you break down the rap into triplets, you know it's getting real. <laughs> it's about to get real, Andy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> robot again <laughs> Andy you were in country uh, uh, in South Korea uh, did, did Madonna help you through some of the tough times on watch um, in the DMZ yeah <laughs> it's interesting um, <laughs> oh do tell <laughs> she did not she did not no she did not no. Uh, Megadeth and Metallica did a lot more of that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. pump so, you up so, George, you, you can't participate if you know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. So, we, we don't know yet what she's going to rhyme with, I'm not a Christian and I'm not a Jew. Let's just take guesses. <laughs> Me, Aaron, and do you know, George? I don't. Okay, I don't, so I, I guess all four of us can take a guess. I'm not a Christian and I'm not a Jew. She went into no, three and, and I, like... I hate to ruin this, but that was the rhyming line. She rhymed, oh, that, <laughs> with, she rhymed that with, I'd like to express my extreme point of point view. Point of view. Oh, oh, damn it. Damn it. I was already working on something about uh, cuckoo and flu. 
That's what I was. Yeah. No, no. I, it's, I, let me introduce to my, let me introduce you to Charlemagne Micaca too. <laughs> On the other hand, if you had asked. If you had played the line, I'd like to express my extreme point of view and asked us to guess I, what she would rhyme with that, I don't think any of us would have gotten. Yeah. I'm not a Christian and I'm not a Jew. No, I, yeah, who would have gone there? None of no. us even. No. But Madonna decided to go there. Did she, did she just say Jew? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like my same aunt uh, is writing, reading, writing the Wikipedia entries. I heard that she's neither... A Christian nor a Jew. Source, American Life. <laughs> Madonna album, 2003. Charlene, check the key lime pie, would you, dear? I probably shouldn't have written that in here. Sorry, Madge. That's a clever rhyme. <laughs> I like how your, your aunt is from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. And also the Jewish, country. apparently. And also yeah, Jewish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Said she was funky. That's right. All right, so here we go. I'm just living out the American dream, and I just realized that nothing is what it seems. Oh, what? Oh. The old dream scene. The old pauseroo as well. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, thanks for ruining it. You know, what if I still have my American dreams? I know, I'm still Madonna, working on it. You know, and I'm, now they're ruined by Madge. Thanks. Yeah, so. boy, isn't that the truth? We had to sit through your shitty number, plus <laughs> hear about everything that you got, yeah. courtesy of the American dream and being driven and being da-da-da-da-da. But for me, there's nothing. This podcast, <laughs> I feel like, is part of my American dream. It's my ticket out of the ghetto. <laughs> it's true. The artistic you ghetto can make that it, you've buddy. been living in for years. You can be a champion. <laughs> it's a wake-up call, though, because I would have thought, and, and now I know otherwise, I would have thought that if you had a lawyer, a manager, an agent, a dream, a, a chef, three nannies, an assistant, a driver and jet, a trainer, a butler, a bodyguard, a guard or five, a gardener and a stylist, I would think you would be satisfied. Yeah, I but <laughs> it turns truth, out, yeah. you know, not 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 necessarily. No, the opposite is true. Yeah, and I think huh. that's something the kids today just don't know. It's a bold statement. <laughs> And sadly, they weren't listening to in 2003 either. So no, and that's why they don't know. Off. That's why they don't know, Aaron. They didn't pay it's not attention. like she didn't give us the answer. They didn't you pay have to attention. <laughs> no one thought to tell Madonna, hey, slow your roll there, Madge. I, like, I, this is ridiculous. This is the, the <laughs> you know, modern version of let them eat cake or something, right? Well, and also, I just I, I think, actually it's true, is that so they, obviously this song doesn't have a lot of lyrics or parts in it, really. And yeah. except for the folk and the electronica, yeah. And they, they, she, she said he had a Marwis had a bed of music here, and and then she said, "Well, fuck it, I'm just going to rap." And should yeah. I? And he's like, "Yeah, of course you should," because <laughs> <laughs> I really, I think this is born of they didn't know what else to do with this because it's a boring song. Everyone that she lists in this song is an employee, and you're wondering why no one told her to slow her roll. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just going to say the check doesn't hit the account if he's saying no to Madonna. What, what do you think, Jose? Stop clipping the bushes. Do you like the. Yeah, she didn't listen, list of like a bunch of friends and chums who aren't on no. the payroll. They're all employees. <laughs> She's as bad as Glenn, uh, Glennard Fry. She didn't mention Pepsi, though. <laughs> See, I listen. I listen to the yeah. podcast. He listens to the show. He listens. Look at this guy, huh? He clicked. Super I think fan. he clicked on like four minutes of of, a, of one of the most recent episodes. Guy, That's not, just not. Where where can I crowbar in this this Glenn Fry list? Twenty five minutes. <laughs> but look, any any four minutes, you can find something great. That's true. Get me started on Paula Abdul. 
Am I right? <laughs> right? You've got the website open, you big liar. <laughs> no, so I do listen. Do, we gotta, I, I, I don't want to change the subject, but I do listen. I, I listen. Uh, I listen in chunks because I generally listen in the shower. And yeah. I was. I think I was telling Aaron this. I. I end up Andy, yell, Andy, like yelling. Andy, yeah. Andy talks lower. Yeah, okay. The nudity, the vulnerability. Sorry. I love it. So I'm in the shower, uh-huh. and the suds are generally pouring down my body. Co- are they covering up your crotch like Jaeger in, in Playgirl magazine? Oh, I, I fell in love. Your with erection is there's a little. There's, I'm holding a little a ducky in front of my. <laughs> Private. <laughs> All right, and the no, Madonna, the Madonna song comes on, and <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable now, guys. <laughs> Back to Madge. This is, yeah, let's yeah. finish this up. Let's yeah. finish this up. Yeah. We'll save the rest for uh, ear loathing yeah. after dark. George told us that we only had to get through the rap. <laughs> well, it's I, it's all. Is it over now? The ra- yeah, she's going back okay. into the chorus. Okay, well, let's hear a little bit and then we'll go out. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it just goes like that, right? It does. Fuck. Okay. That's enough of that. Yeah. What an asshole. <laughs> she's she's really just, you know, I, I just, she used to be the sort of person you'd go, you didn't like her music, but you'd go, all right, she's Madonna, whatever. Now she, she's just, is uh, every every new little brick that's put into the Madonna wall is just like, oh, shut up, bitch, please. Did I, I like my Madonna when she was sort of like it didn't seem like she cared and was setting the trends. And like, yeah, that's easy to say, but like to hear when she exposes herself as rather than just saying like, I love this kind of music and da, 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 but I'm going to do my own thing. Like I'd love to, if she had stayed in some sort of fucking capacity, but when you're a chart topping pop artist, I, you know, it fucking is hard. She has no leg to stand on when she started talking in a quasi British accent. (laughs) It's true. It's it's intolerable. One of the uh, most satisfying (laughs) things about, I think, uh, about this American life of ours is that <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember back in the day uh, that she she mocked Kevin Costner. Uh, no. Any of you remember this? Right. No. This sounds uh, familiar. I, her book, had, I think, I think it was Truth or Dare. I think you know she had put out that book right. and it was the yeah. concert film. And he came back to see her backstage oh, right. and said that he thought that he like was with his kid or something like that. And he said he thought the show was, I think he said neat. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then they left and she just dogged him for, for saying neat and was like, whatever. And, and, you know, Kevin Costner, I assume it goes without saying Kevin Costner, an American icon. Yes. <laughs> and I to see it. that he is now accepted for what I, you know, I have known for the last 40 years that he is an American icon and to see her sort of go the other way. Uh, it's just it's just very satisfying to me because she was making fun of him for being quote unquote corny. Yeah, know? exactly, and, and, exactly. And then she became Neat. cornier by chasing it down. You know, <laughs> right? Chasing and also, what was down. he being? He was being himself, which was supposed yeah, to be he was like also her fucking nice. Thing. Like, he was complimenting yeah. her show. Yeah. So he said, and "You said it's important that he was there to note too that he was there with his kid. What's he going to say? Like fucking, I liked it when you were boning those dudes exactly. on stage. Right? I was fucking turned on. Were you, honey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some fucking bulges magic. on those backup dancers, yeah. eh? <laughs> yeah. And then obviously she chose to put that in the movie yeah, because totally. she thought it made her look good and him look bad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it just it just tickles me to no end that she you know that he is 
very much outlived her in terms of reputation, I think. And relevance. Re- re- relevance. And relevance, yeah. <laughs> and and revelry. Revelatory performance revelry. in Yellowstone. <laughs> and sibilance. Does, does, uh, and is, is, uh, does Cosner have a band? I feel like he's... Has yeah, that. He does. I think he right? did. I think he had one of those yeah. jack off yeah. bands, like the, the Kevin Bacon yeah. brothers yeah, like, and that kind of thing. George yeah. just ruined. George just ruined Andy's speech about Kevin Costner by bringing up his shit. No, band. I was going to no, say maybe maybe if they just talked music, for it was a, Madonna it was a different talk music. <laughs> they just what if Kevin music. Costner was Madge's uh, guitar teacher? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. She didn't mention and then the name. Fucking show up and say my playing's neat. <laughs> Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me. Hasn't she been seen on stage like strumming an acoustic guitar yeah, yeah. a couple times? Oh, now, yeah. There's, she, on she's Instagram, been seen she has on big, stage. She has a big uh, flying V and she's playing like the beginning to whole level love on oh, Instagram gosh. in the last she's, couple years. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But this was early in her guitar career. Her, she's she's her not really playing a whole lot of love, is she? I, they, there's uh, a controversy. I'm not buying because, it. Yeah. We, we'll watch that later. <laughs> Well, anyway, okay, so we got American Life from Madonna, from George, to Andy with love. Mm, that's right. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll move into Aaron's torture. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, baby. And, uh, you know, I think the best said about this, uh, uh, the better. Okay. <laughs> no, let the, the music said, do the yeah, talking. The less said, let the music do the, the talking. talking. <laughs> the music do the talking, guys. And we'll be talking in an English accent. All right. Here we go. Oh, oh, boy. Yes. Oh boy! Yes. Yeah. Fucking pointy hat. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, Yeah, this is Blackmore's Blackmore's night. Yeah, it is. Richie yeah. Blackmore. Yeah. And and his lady friend Esmeralda or what's her name? Or? Candace. Candace. <laughs> <laughs> now now right. let me give you a little heads up on this. This is this is the fucking this is their second track off their eleventh album. Yep. Eleventh. Eleventh album. Yeah. This is called Nature's Light, the album. It's called Nature's Light. And so I, I figure, what? So, like the sun, I guess? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I just got yeah. rear uh, by nature's broom. <laughs> you, uh, you, uh, you talk about the sun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you mean the sun, Richie Blackmore? <laughs> and then, so it's. Do you have uh, any I, LED material? <laughs> <laughs> What's this whole thing? This whole album about light? <laughs> Different types of light? And the dark. <laughs> uh, so it's medieval folk slash renaissance rock. Uh, and and one, one wonders seriously, 11 albums of that stuff. And that, you know, and so I was just stunned, 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 stunned. So it's Blackmore's Night, right? Yes. But. It seems that it's a missed opportunity to not be Blackmore's Knight with a K N I G H T, but because Candace's show name, show business name is Knight N I G H T, it's Blackmore's Knight, but it's also possessive Blackmore's Knight. So you know, Richie is just already a dick saying he owns poor Candace. Well, um, that fits in with the medieval theme. Though. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah. she was part of the property exchange when yeah. she, when they got married. I think Aaron is <laughs> clearly they they were at least three four steps ahead of you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm more of a, a, yeah. a like a Ted Koppel on this. I'm just reporting the information. <laughs> Aaron, go to a fair. Go it. to a fair and learn <laughs> yeah. something about a the fair culture. with an e at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and so, pick me up some is, baked apples while you're there, would you? <laughs> So Candace, Candace met Richie when she was a Long Island DJ. Yeah. And I right. couldn't, I tried to find out which rock station because I was figuring that Andy would know it. 
being from out there and and I couldn't find no one would claim her. <laughs> it almost, I will say it almost has to be WBAB, which was like the classic rock station on Long Island. Oh, yeah, she was a DJ there, so dude, and so my, she yes. he came doing like a, a promo for a Rainbow uh, yeah, tour, DJ. and so then she, she asked him for an autograph, and they yeah. immediately, according to her, started talking about. Uh, ghosts and renaissance music and so they knew <laughs> and then and like a year later they were living together and like a year after that she was already singing uh, back up on rainbow tours and records right. I think and you left uh out the cock sucking in between all that <laughs> <laughs> this is a real janine situation isn't it? It to- there is no more janine's story ever than this like she sort of looks like her yeah and and like the fact that they you know it's it's this is more Stonehenge than Stonehenge, <laughs> really. <laughs> and uh, and so and so they make this record. Now let's listen to how it goes. So this is Renaissance rock. This is a real thing that happens and lives and breathes and people care about. Say in Japan and Germany, bizarrely, and fucking let's just listen to it. And again, this really happens. This is music that people listen to somewhere. Yeah. Hello, hello, darling. Do you like mandolins? <laughs> and she well, plays this crazy, one of those crazy barred flutes that sticks way out, like so like five feet long. Is it uh, a lute? Maybe a lute? Just, no, no, that's a, that's no, a, it's, it's a barred flute. <laughs> but, yeah, come on, clearly. <laughs> Thank you. It's a flute. It's like a horn. Fair with an it's e. a flute. <laughs> barred flute. <laughs> play, play it some more. Hello, Bard. Play your flute for us. Dance. I want you to hear this, and then we're going to talk about some of her sweet lyrics. And she writes all the lyrics, but she writes the lyrics, but Richie writes all the melodies. So you can imagine that dynamic. And and it just it makes me shiver <laughs> with, with how upsetting that room must out. be. Yeah, <laughs> I've got notes. Of course you do, dear. Don't I, Candice? <laughs> got notes, don't I? <laughs> Let's listen to some more. The Lennon McCartney of the Ren Fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just we're watching the the music video and I apologize <laughs> to the listeners but I, we, I was going to ask you before Aaron and I thought the video would answer the question for me but now there's more questions than ever I was wondering if if Richie plays the mandolin and stuff or but then they he just plays shot everything on, he had, they just yeah. shot on him with playing the acoustic guitar all string yeah, he plays everything he plays everything and then he and 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 she also according to the uh, the notes yeah. uh, plays everything as well that is not a stringed instrument. Um, she's on the hurdy gurdy. She's on all the like the flutes and stuff. Yeah, the, she has a Shania and, right now. I think it's a yeah. Shania, like the snake charmer thing. Yeah, look at you. Oh, she's yeah. gonna break and up the shofar later. I'm just gonna tell you, it looks good in her mouth. I'm gonna tell you right, right now. Oh, come, on. come on, come on, come on. It looks Truth good. Is it does. <laughs> but that's Candace. She's just she's just blowing blowing uh, blowing horn. And yeah. they have one guy uh, who's sort of on percussion and and and. We've seen, we all sort of watched them do those live clips mm. a few weeks back. We were just joking about these dudes and it's upsetting in all kinds of ways. And Richie, the good thing for Richie though, is that I think that he got into this, this line out because he was just already wearing that dopey pilgrim hat and those stupid fairy boots. <laughs> and, and so since he was already doing that, so rather than change his wardrobe, he just got into the Ren fair fucking music. And it, it's so stupid. If, if Richie had walked into that radio station, you know, when he first met Candace and he was wearing- Dressed like, say, like fucking Gandalf. Like, 
No, no. If he was wearing like like NASCAR clothes or something, do you don't think she would have gone? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm totally gonna go to the Indy 500. This, like, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Richie was sort of like working on at the time. She was suddenly very interested in it. Have you I seen Jeff yeah. Gordon's engine? Yeah. <laughs> I think the the story I heard is that Richie, uh, you know, he was doing the rainbow thing, and then they wrote a song, and in that song there was no use of the word magic with a K at the end. And he was like, that's it. I'm out. I, am, I, am, I will never again be in a band that has a song where none of the lyrics are the word magic with a K at the end. That's, that's the album. Magic with the K, fair with an yep. E. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And fairy has to be spelled F-A-E-R-I-E. You know it. That's the you other. It. It's in the rider. It's in their rider. So this is the man. This is the man who like, uh, yeah, he's made us. This is his second appearance in this show. Uh, and But back then, even when we were talking, when I was talking so much shit about him, I do give it up for the shredding that he's capable of and the riffs that he's written and the icon of rock that he is. And it's, this is not some little part of his career though. This is not, he did a couple of records. This is not Sting's loot record. <laughs> where I took it, 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 when Sting did that, it was almost, almost, it was this still embarrassing. A joke. But it was this almost, is my life. <laughs> <laughs> this is, but when Sting did it, I was almost like, He's so fucking secure in himself. He just fucking, he doesn't care. It's like, I fucking, I'm going to do this. I'll come back, but I'm going to do this now because I fucking want to do it now. But Richie, for all decades in. now, yeah. doing make this 11. shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, he, and he, I think that he's also always sort of famously been an asshole to his collaborators. Oh, yes. yes. Famously. And, yes. And like, Very and everybody famously. sort of says that about him, like Ronnie James Dio, every, everybody that's yeah. ever been around him apparently yeah. feels that way. We'll say he's a fucking icon, say he's a legend, he's a riff master, and you know, listen to him and fucking burn, and he just shreds. And I can't, I'm not here to talk shit about him as a player. I'm here to talk shit about him. As, <laughs> what did you do for decades doing this? It's so unfortunate and so crazy. And, and you figure like with Sting, we say like, oh, well, maybe the Sting that is Sting now is the way that he always was. And he was just being somebody else for those years make, that he made good rock music. So maybe that's true of Richie, that he was just always this, bar, like, as soon as I get out of this fucking rock game, play some fucking bard <laughs> yeah. rock, yeah. some bard I, boogie. He was always a wandering minstrel. I, yes, exactly. I wish he could wander yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> a wandering troubadour. <laughs> so he wander off a cliff of Dover. So, so, so Aaron, is your is your is your uh, is your philosophy here that um, he had enough credit, and but now with this, he's earned himself back into the red because this is so bad. Yeah, and then for, for real, and like, and for so long, he yeah. didn't do a couple of these records with Candace. You know, he did eleven. <laughs> 11 yeah can you imagine like and i i, I agree I, I think yes this is either like in his heart for real or this is it's elder abuse <laughs> and I'm, I'm honest it's like what happened with stan lee at the end of his life it's really sad i mean i'm you yeah. know and yeah. I, you know and, candace is abusing yeah. well that's the thing it's yeah. like you know yeah. trading off his name I, I mean i don't I, I don't know that that's true and hopefully it's not i mean you know and that this is just this is his jam and look you know, as you said, like Rainbow always sort of had leanings in that direction. And certainly, you know, <laughs> I don't know that Ronnie James Dio, who to me is just a a god among singers. I don't know that like he would have any standing to make fun of this, given the lyrics he wrote and, the, yeah, you know, the yeah. topics yeah. 
he chose to write about. So, but moments moments of appearing in a song is one thing. I know. And it's just, I know. So when insane. everything sounds like the 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 dwarves dancing in Stonehenge, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like when the entire album is made up of that, there's a problem. Yeah, huh. yeah, dude. And it's and it's fucking the outfits. Like I, I, I know. Why do yeah. you have to wear the outfits? I you know, like I mean, and, and did they song. wear the outfits? It's, it's authentic, isn't it? <laughs> it's isn't it? it it's, a thought just struck me with off of uh, off of Andy's elder abuse um, comment. Maybe maybe Candace has you know put cast a spell on him, if you will. Exactly, exactly. Right, yeah. right. A witch's a white witch's spell because yes. she's a nature witch and it's not a bad kind. And yeah. and but she's convinced him that he is in the Renaissance. And he, he thinks, thinks he, that's right. why he's dressing this way, playing on yeah. these albums there. And he thinks yeah. he's in the restaurant, you know, like because he's Alzheimer and he's lost. You know, he doesn't know where <laughs> right. he is. And she's just convinced him he's in the Renaissance. She yeah. keeps changing his pin number and she's the only one who has it. <laughs> but she changes it with magic with a K. <laughs> yeah. I could have sworn it was that's my actually birthday. His, that's actually his pin code now is magic with a K at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Kasem's corpse was treated with more reverence. <laughs> more. <laughs> and if made you guess his pin code and you type in magic, just M A G I C, you you won't. You're not getting his money. You're not yeah. getting his money. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's hear some more of this. Uh, yeah, we're only 16 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Let's get into it. Let's All get right. into it. And these lyrics, by the way, I I feel are about herself. They're about her. Yeah, yeah, is what I believe. It starts off, she ran She ran far away from the city, headed out to the West Coast, living the life that she knew here. Life uh, was just a faded ghost. Oh, she's singing about herself in third person. Yeah. Okay. Hmm, just like Madonna. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he does have that big, he looks like the Scarecrow. Like his, his costume is as authentic as the Scarecrow. And I think those are Wizard Steve Yeager's glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is a funny thing. If you're really in the moment and you're really fucking buying in, lose, you got to lose the shades there. Yeah, Lock right. Them. They didn't have shades in the Renaissance. <laughs> yeah, but what, what part of the Renaissance had fucking slick shades, Jaeger shades? What are those things upon your eyes, sir? <laughs> yeah, it's like a Dracula wearing sunglasses. <laughs> what? I don't like the sun. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, guy. Do the math. <laughs> The other thing about her, where she's she's got she's like uh, Don No Soul Simmons v- vocally, like, and she's and she's supposed to be like it's supposed to be this sort of this style of singing is calling for almost like a show tune singer. Mm-hmm. There's no grit, there's no nothing, and and so she's singing. She sings. This is my aunt again, making another appearance. She's singing like somebody's aunt who uh, is 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 wearing Wings a frock. Fr- yeah, <laughs> it's modern. What would you call it? Like Christian rock singing. Right for so, real, yeah. No, that's a hundred percent right. It sounds like Christian music. With it a really bit of does. Whimsy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Four, let the four. Okay, so now we're in the punchy, chorus. I love those punchy fours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that I just I just looked up as we're doing this. I looked up Candace Knight on uh, on Wikipedia, and I know I joked before about fairy being spelled F A E R I E. Yeah, and I I kid you not on her Wikipedia page, 
It says she was also the fairy queen, spelled F A E R I E, for Fairy Magazine, F A E R I E, for two years. Oh, I've uh, I've taken a look at Fairy Magazine, my friend. <laughs> this is a different. This is a different Fairy Magazine. No, that one. That one. Jaeger was in oh. a bathtub with suds on his dick on that magazine. <laughs> different kind of thing. All right, here we go. Yeah, this is like my one of my jobs is is not is like one step removed from this music, which is traditional (laughs) Irish music. (laughs) So I'm I'm listening to this going. Surprised you don't respond. I I, I, yeah, I I get that this is just like bumming me out now. Like, what what am I doing with my life? It's a huge bummer. It's too, it's, too, it's too close to yeah. It's like the fourth time Damon said, "What am I doing with my life?" <laughs> when you get him there, you know something. The next thing's coming is you know, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> this is when oh, the pod okay. gets real. <laughs> what are we doing with our guys? Lives? What are we doing? What yeah. are we doing with our lives? Yeah, I mean, and and like maybe the one thing that we can do, like thank God for Andy bringing this up, is that somebody needs to do a welfare check on Richie. They do because we think that Candace is fucking fucking him up, fucking I, his shit up. You guys, again, we're talking about the video, but every shot's just sort of a static shot of him slumped over in a chair with his <laughs> yeah. guitar. Yeah. he's not moving. It's like they just put him like a puppet there. It's. A, it's 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 haunting. It's frightening. Yeah, she's got him hooked on downers. <laughs> I, think, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's called their music. Yeah, <laughs> have another it's musical guitar, methadone. <laughs> have, have another listen to the music you've done eleven. No, no, albums there's ten more of. albums. <laughs> So does he ever get a chance to to do rock music at all? Like I almost feel like as as we're describing, she's running the show. It's his like, act because he once in a while go look. I was in I was in Rainbow and stuff. Can I just go do a a, a rock like a play, play a, a Marshall Stack or something? You know you know what it's get an back excellent in your point cage, because <laughs> when we thought when we were talking about Yoko uh, a, a few uh, shows back where we thought that John Lennon was the most pussy whipped man on the face of the planet. Yeah. I think that we now know that that's not true because this is 11 albums deep. And what if you're right about that? Because she goes to great lengths to say, you know, you know, these are all Richie's idea. He's saying, you know, he comes up with all these and he sings to me and he, and he yeah, lets me know Based on his enthusiasm in the video, I don't know that that's necessarily accurate. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's all Candace. Like she's he just wants, fucking controlling uh, everything. In, in, I think it was in Heidelberg in, in Germany. Uh, <laughs> they were doing a show and he played – the first three notes of the Smoke on the Water riff, and she smacked him across the face. Look <laughs> at those weird horns. <laughs> she hit him with a shenai across the forehead. He needs 60 stitches. <laughs> no, you don't either. Richie, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? <laughs> that life is gone. Don't make me get the lighter. <laughs> Poor Richie. I don't know if anyone's ever taken this this tack about what's going on here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a brilliant. It's a brilliant hypothesis, uh, Andy. Yeah. Brilliant. He's in trouble. Yeah. You know how like when they're when they're filming Gollum and it's, it's Andy Circus and he's just got like this kind of 
rubber suit on or something. What, what would you call that suit? Like the, yeah, the, like the green screen with the, the little green, balls yeah, right, on it. Yeah, yeah with yeah, little yeah. marks on yeah, it right, and everything. Yeah. I think they just film Richie for like 10 minutes in one of those suits. <laughs> and then she can plop him via green screen into any video that she makes. I pictured her, him just slumped over and she comes and puts the hat on his head. He doesn't yeah. know where the yeah. hat is. She just puts yeah, the just, hat on his head. Just <laughs> He was nodding off in a corner of their fucking castle they live in. They just burst in on him. Hey! Well, and now I know the reason for the shades, too, so you don't see his fucking severely dilated pupils. <laughs> Can I? Yeah, he's I, act, I, I he's actually like, asleep. Like, sort of a legitimate question. Why is this called folk rock? Like, what is the rock part of this. where's the rock <laughs> like i'm not i don't even mean this as a joke like like the decemberists to me that's yeah. like a folk rock act the birds uh, were folk rock yeah, yeah. I, I don't where is the rock in this like yes. i just don't i don't hear it and there's not many folks who are interested in buying it. <laughs> no, no, no folks either no. <laughs> it's just a few folks music yeah <laughs> we can count the folks that are here yeah. to see this Oh, I think gosh. I think the hybrid of this of this uh, name of this music is folk folk. <laughs> that sounds Nazi Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Folk folk. <laughs> Took a dark turn. It, it is huge in Germany. Yeah. But huge. Yeah. You know. You know what I mean. So are poop videos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come on. And there's a couple that actresses little, in here. The turnaround, the, the turnaround sounds like it's like interstitial music on like a the DVD Blu-ray of uh, Lord of the Rings, or like when you're just like looking at the menu, like I don't know if I want to go straight to this bullshit scene or that bullshit scene yeah, or, or extras, right? Right. <laughs> DVD I, extras. I was just gonna say that, Aaron. It, it feels like that's the typical renaissance riff boom but down 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 that isn't that the typical exactly. renaissance riff of everything and how have they not done that riff in 11 records <laughs> it's the only the, one that there is you go into the subtitles settings on the braveheart blu-ray <laughs> that's an interview the, with mel that's the music you hear uh, just, just inching through this song here we go oh, look it's the outtakes <laughs> <laughs> gag reel part is awesome i mean this is you guys like, Rich, oh richie writes all the all the riffs really wow <laughs> i mean come on something is going on here phil there is he's right yeah, yeah he's <clears throat> whacked out they're putting oxy in his fucking smoothies every morning <laughs> well the the video is bombing me out because we've got these two actresses kind of wandering around like uh forests and stuff and it just doesn't make any sense. The four. I, so, Aaron, you said that the four winds represents like her finding freedom or something. Like, she- <laughs> yeah, because she she tells you um, that this she ran away from the city, yeah. and then she tells you uh, far, far away from the ocean, and then the last verse is uh, she's fucking around in a forest. So oh, okay. she's she's going to three so- different. Uh, you know, so she's just talking about being out there and searching for herself. I just want to say, starting she, over she again. She grew up in a town on Long Island called Hopog. Which is like literally <laughs> ten minutes from where I grew up in Smithtown. There is nothing city-like about it. <laughs> Hopog sounds like something from Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, right, right. Yeah. 
So the, the hobbits met up with with Strider <laughs> at, at the Hop Hog Saloon. <laughs> High on the Hop Hog. I get my mead up in Hop Hog. Right. <laughs> I got a mead guy up so, there. Wow. You're, now, a... you're now all making fun of Native American sorry, stuff. Sorry, and it's, it's oh, sorry. It's very <laughs> problematic. Sorry. We've crossed a line. So, We've crossed a yeah. line. Um, I, so story-wise, I have a question then. So is this... Um, so Candace, in quotes, the show business, can- the Renaissance Candace is singing Sweet about- Lady Night. Yeah, Lady Sweet, Night. Sweet yeah, La- Lady Night. I'm sorry. Sweet Lady Night. <laughs> She's singing about these other actresses maybe represent the young Candace follow- finding herself. I think those are Richie's daughters, frankly, oh. uh, because I think they're listed as backup singers on the record. Don't so, they have great names? Like they have renaissance names, right? Yeah, it's, it's Autumn and, and, and like- Chainmail or something. Rain like that. and Bo. <laughs> Jane, 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 Jane Mail. Mace. Jane Mail. <laughs> Isn't one called Esmeralda? I feel like she is. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> The, just so you guys know, right now, one of, I guess, Richie's daughters, Chainmail, Janemail, is, is, is about to have a confrontation with an actual wolf. Where did they get this idea? Oh, wait, yeah. it's Little Red Riding. Uh-oh. But the twist is is that Candace is the, wo- is the wolf. Which oh, means, wow. Oh, you ruined We've the uncovered. ending. No, I'm just uncovering it based on what Andy has figured out for us. Oh, look, I, I see. Un- I, look, I'm getting this information from Wikipedia, so you can't it can't be trusted. But I'm looking on his Wikipedia page now, and it says that uh, having been engaged for nearly 15 years, the couple married in 2008. Knight said, quote, he's making me younger and I'm aging him rapidly. Well, that, that, she, I, she I think just, that's... She said it. She just came out and said yeah. it. Yeah, Case she's closed. sapping his very <laughs> she is will to live. Drinking and his she... blood or something. Ca- yeah. <laughs> case closed. That's it. That's the case for elder abuse. You just made it, Counselor. <laughs> yeah. She yeah, said it right have... here in black and white. <laughs> also, you don't have to be an authentic Southern lawyer to uh, to uh, to figure out. <laughs> under, you need to liberate Richie. Under personal life for Blackmore, it says, Blackmore is a heavy drinker. <laughs> and, watches, and watches German language television on his satellite dish when he's at home. He has several German friends. That's, yeah, I swear to God, away, he says he has that. a satellite dish. It says he has several German friends and a collection <laughs> of about two thousand CDs of Renaissance music. See, but it starts he, with he's a heavy drinker. He believes he's in the Renaissance. I'm telling yeah. you, that is what she he believes. That's why yeah. he thinks there's just Germans and he lives in the forest in Germany. Yeah, she's not joking. <laughs> he's, she's aging. He's like five hundred years old. Yeah, <laughs> but if that's the truly from the Renaissance, aren't those people called the Visigoths? They weren't called Germans <laughs> yet. <Visigoths. laughs> <Yeah>. The horde, <laughs> the horde, the barbarian horde. <laughs> All right, oh, Candace, what have you done? We got another minute left of this, Aaron. How much of this do we have to do? <laughs> none, none more. <laughs> Richie, none more. No, none more black. None more black. None more black. <laughs> All right, so you want it? We're done here. We That's don't care it. what That's happens it, with the wolf man. or anything. Okay, yeah, no, nice. no, no. We we got it. Amazing. <laughs> so right, that Andy. that brings us, Andy, to we have uh, the Big Blue Wrecking Crew, and we are the champions. We have Madonna and American Life, correct? And 
you know, chain mail and gang bang oh, doing, oh. doing Black, Blackmore's Black, night, Blackmore night, four wins, doing four wins. <laughs> what? what do you think, Eddie? We want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> okay, so if you start me off with the Dodgers, my of course my first thought is always going to be, well, this is it. It, it, it this is rock bottom, and. <laughs> So, so obviously the whole time, the whole cozy two hours and 15 minutes we were discussing that was, (laughs) that was in my head. It's like, I don't even need to pay attention for basically the rest of this podcast because it's obviously the Dodgers. Then you dropped off off the the, the Zoom, right? And when it got a sandwich? Yeah, no, I've been, I've been gone for (laughs) a long time. I pre-recorded some interjections. I hope they worked out. They worked well. Good one, Damon. Then you dropped Madonna on me, 2003 era Madonna, <laughs> and suddenly I realized what a what a naive child I'd been. <laughs> Moments uh, before, <laughs> and you know, back when I thought it couldn't get worse than the Big Blue Wrecking Crew, the fake Big Blue Wrecking Crew that is not the <laughs> New York Football Giants. So I think I think Madonna edged it out, and then you hit me with a Blackmore's Night. <laughs> but I, I honestly as bad as Blackmore's Night is as as dark as Blackmore's Night is uh, I think I gotta go Madonna I gotta go 2003 Madonna whoa yeah I know I know whoa. you know what that means for George there we go the winner takes it all I love the it was the rap it was the rap that did it was the rap yeah. <laughs> yeah. It puts it over the edge. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, no, that was that was that was unbelievable. But brilliant Magic. submissions from everyone yeah. in different in different corners, literally of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think the other in thing history. is like in history. a couple of weeks ago, uh, I went down a Blackmore's Night rabbit hole. Um, yeah, been there, friend. So yeah, I was like fully sort of like I didn't know that was going to be Aaron's choice, but as soon as he started playing it, I was like, oh, I knew instantly what it was. I was like, oh, of course, of oh, course, four he, wins. of course, he of course. went Blackmore's Night. <laughs> and then I thought, you know what? He went Blackmore's Night, and he's so self satisfied right now because he's like, I got this. I got this. I've been sitting on this since I it's was true. texting it's with, with Levy a couple impervious. weeks ago. This is a lock for me. I'm, I can phone in the rest of it. And, and I just, I, as a professional, I don't like that attitude. And so, whereas but George, I high thought, drama. Yeah, George, I thought was more like, you know, look, I tried. Um, th- this is, you know, I, 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 I deeply believe in this track. I don't think I'm going to win. And, and I, I admire that. And, uh, and so that, that helped, I think. And it's a shit track. Just a shit track. <laughs> that yeah. rap, man. The rap. It's not the rap funky. It's not yes. anything. Not anything. It's illegit. If you're, not, if if you're not Debbie Harry, don't do that. Yeah, but, yeah no. <laughs> right. For real. Good point. For real. And Think of that. Yeah. Poor Debbie, too. Like, Debbie. Uh, yeah, what What have you done, Debbie? I know. I know. <laughs> I guess we got we to, gotta like, sort of wash Andy's you know, brain out here. So right. let's, uh, let's take him. Let's uh, have Majel uh, weigh in and, and let us know what we're up for next. Uh, Majel, what do you think? Sorbet for that. Oh, so fresh feeling. We do need a freshening up after that. And uh, per Andy's request, I think it's time. Aaron, do you have anything to say about this or should I, should I hop right in? No, except for the fact that when you're a guest, 
your family. I'm excited. And so when excited. you're here, I'm so excited. You get right to say, you get to say what you want to do. You yeah. could your sorbet is anything you want to make it, much the way uh, the uh, Kibitz Corner is anything that you want to make it. And Andy has let us know that what he'd like to do is have brackets. <laughs> Especially prepared brackets for Andy Levy. Yes. What a guy. Brackets. Andy Levy. I'm so happy. So I'll I'll take us down this road here. And this is for all the boys. I am uh uh because of the number of players. Yeah, we gotta have a winner um, every time. Yeah, I am I am very simply uh just the Wink Martindale. I am the host of the show, and uh it's between you three. So the okay. best two out of three moves the uh moves the player along. Okay. So here we go. All right. What the title of this brackets is. The best sophomore album. Ooh, oh, nice interesting. One. Yeah, ah. so the best sophomore hmm. album. So what I've done here is because it's easy to forget sometimes because we get wrapped up in the in the in the rock. I'm, I've got everything listed, and I also have a quick like. And remember, guys, that one has this 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 on it. So okay. we'll Excellent. be able to hit you with that so that you can mull it over. Um, but so here we go. I'm Column one, best sophomore album. George is excited. Here we go. Van Halen 2 up against Foreigner's Double Vision. Remember on Double Vision, we got Hot Blooded. We got yeah. uh, Double Vision itself, Blue Morning, Blue Day. Of course, Van Halen 2 is goes without saying. Yeah. So both great records, huge on uh, rock radio and, uh, and, uh, and rock and roll parties and still exist today in a real major significant way. Very tough. Very tough. For mm-hmm. me, very tough because I love both those records and they were part of me. Growing and up. and I, I don't care what anyone says. Hot Blooded is not only the best foreigner song, probably one of the best songs of all time. I fucking That's love that. that song. Yeah, I really do. Aren't you going to go foreigner? I don't know yet. Okay. Okay. Aaron, what's is is what, so what, what I, what I, I think to like dance the night away and stuff like beautiful yeah, girls, yeah, yeah. DOA, light up the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of good. Tracks yeah, it's a on motherfucker there. record. Yeah, it's Van Halen too, and it's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> that, gonna, by the I'm way, gonna... is that's generally what I scream in the shower when I'm listening to Brackets. It's Van Halen 2, it's not even close. close. You guys are stupid. So it feels good to finally actually say that on the show. <laughs> if you're ever standing like in, in Andy's bathroom while he's listening to Aaron Loathing, you, you, you see like a shampoo bottle fly out and hit the radio. Like, <laughs> the radio. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're on, we're on a yeah. lot of networks now. Yeah. Catching you guys a on 94.12. The, the clock out. radio that's in the back of your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's built in. <laughs> I'm so going to go Van Halen wants... 2 as well. I'm going to go Van okay. Halen 2. That's I guess I have no, no yeah. answer. So I got no answer. I got no answer. <laughs> that's the only way to go, baby. V, okay. H. But that's... Two. Okay, go ahead. That's a good way to start. Okay. Uh, column two. Elvis Costello, this year's model, up against the doors. Strange days. So you got, on this year's model, you got Pump It Up. You got the beat. You got lip service. You got uh, a radio radio. And on Strange Days, a motherfucker record. You got Strange Days itself. You got People Are Strange. Love Me Two Times. Come on. (laughs) I know where I'm going. I'm not going to talk yet. The unhippest thing in the world right now is to like the doors. I I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but they are like, they are are considered ridiculous now. Yeah. Yeah. No, we did not know that. Um, Yeah. 
Um, I, I don't agree with that. And I, I haven't listened to them in probably over a decade, though. I was, I was walking down Broadway uh, a couple of Saturdays ago, and some guy with headphones uh, had, I could hear Peace Frog. Really? And, and I just started doing like the drum beat with my hand, like the little drum fill, like doom, 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 like the little, you know, the yeah. fills or whatever. And I, I was like, holy shit, I'm probably the only person on this block that knows what that song is <laughs> besides him. Yeah. Um, it's a stone groove, that song. But uh, anyway. Hey, did you I, say he had headphones on? Uh, earbuds, whatever. But I could hear. But you, you could, could hear, hear it. It was oh, like okay. one, he had it loud enough that you could hear it. You know, I thought you like took one off his ear and, and stood next to him and listened with the other. I did. Was that for both it? enjoying it at the same time? Yes. <laughs> On funky Broadway, he could hear it over the streets. The the sounds of the city. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is Peace Frog on that album? No, I don't. Uh, I don't know. No, it's okay. I don't think it's 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 the Doors in general. Yeah. I get yeah. It. yeah um, but yeah, the Doors are routinely mocked uh, online and pretty much everywhere now. Yeah, I I always felt like I I had a lot of space for talking shit about the Doors when I was a kid, and then like I and then all of that went away as I got a little hipper to things, and and it, I do find it interesting that they're so maligned when when true giants and true hipsters like say Jane's Addiction doesn't exist if the Doors don't exist, right? As far as like what they were up to, you know, and so I, I find it interesting that the hipsters want to talk so much shit, but there you have it. So this year's model. uh an amazing fucking record with hits after hits, some of the biggest hits Elvis ever had and some of the biggest hits the Doors ever had on their second record. What are we going to say? I'm going to say, let me go first here, guys. Because mm-hmm. yeah. my it, vote didn't it. count last time. <clears throat> right. Major, I felt so left out. You were out. thrown free <laughs> um, from the decision. Yeah. I think based on what Aaron just said, and maybe even what Andy just said, right now in my life, I think I'd rather listen to The Doors than listen to Elvis Costello. I like them both, but I think mm-hmm. The Doors kind of speak to me more right now. Yeah. Just as a band, I think it's probably because I'm super turned on these days by ensemble players. Not that the attractions weren't great or anything, but like the Doors just created a complete sound of, the, of their own. Absolutely. And Completely so, unique. And so I, I'm going with the Doors. There you go. Andy, you go ahead. Okay. I think <laughs> the Doors for me now are like, I haven't listened to a Doors album in, I, I honestly, it's got to be at least a decade, maybe two. I don't know that. I could sit through an entire Doors album now, although I could sit through, like, I love, I still think The End, I know it's pretentious as fuck or whatever. I love it. I think it's a great tune. Great song. But man, you listed all those songs on on Elvis's second album. I gotta go, I gotta go <laughs> EC on this one, I think. Yeah. It's a strong fucking record. Joey's in his shower right now yelling at you, Andy. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I'm, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this tie by yelling from Andy's shower. It's Elvis Costello, no contest. <laughs> all right. All right. This year's model moving forward. Three, we got What's the Story Morning Glory up against Paul's Boutique. So you got Wonderwall. We got Don't Look Back in Fucking Anger. You got Champagne Supernova. Of course, Paul's Boutique, uh, Hey Lady, Shake Your Rump, B-Boy Booyah Bass. Uh, massive records, changed the face of music for a time. A lot of people think that's the Beastie Boys' finest hour. Uh, I am one of them. With as many great records as they did do, I still believe that that's one of them. Uh, but it uh, doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you guys think. Yeah, c- calm down over there, Wink. <laughs> yeah, wink, wink, sitting on yeah, the. Scale. You not, he's not even putting his finger on the scale. He's sitting on the damn thing, yeah, just, just <laughs> injecting myself into the game. We hired you for your bland good looks, not your opinion. 
Please, you're no like Steve Yeager. Teddy Bear Yeager. only less threatening. <laughs> make a make a PG thirteen rated joke with one of the ladies, but you know that's it. <laughs> What's the story? Morning Glory in Paul's boutique. I have my answer. If you guys want. give it to us, I have my give answer. I'll go last though. Okay. okay. You Dang. might not go at all if me and George agree. <laughs> um, as much, I think the one of one of the greatest songs of all time is. So was, what is it? Is that "Don't Look Back in Anger"? So Sally can wait. Is that yeah? yeah I, mm-hmm. Which I fucking love that song. But every other Oasis song sounds like a bad version of that. Similar, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I like you guys perfected it, and then you just kept doing the same dumb song over and over again. So I don't care about that fucking album. I would. I think Paul's Boutique is way cooler. So they're, I'm right. one of the Beastie Boys. Georgie, um, I'm falling with the Beasties as well. I think that album's more groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Oh, thank God, Andrew. <laughs> I was going to throw my microphone out the window and boo you guys for the damages. <laughs> if Paul's boutique didn't win this one, Paul's it is. All right, um, category four: Siamese Dream and the Bends. So we got Smashing Pumpkins and Radiohead. The Bends. The Bends. Siamese Dream's got the uh, Cherub Rock today. Disarm and mayonnaise. The Benz has got, of course, the Benz, fake plastic trees, high and dry. The Benz has hit after hit and perfect yeah. song after perfect song. That's all you need to say. It's the <laughs> Benz. Uh, fuck the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, so what's your I, choice? I, will, I, I won't bore you with my Smashing Pumpkin story, uh, but... Bore us, please. Uh, I'll just say briefly, I saw them at uh, Lollapalooza one year. It was actually the year that they and I think the Beastie Boys were co-headlining. Yep, I saw that. Um, and unfortunately, I was at the one where they played last. And Billy Corgan was such a douchebag. And he went on this long uh, sort of uh, whiny rant in the middle. I don't even remember what song it was. You know, the band was sort of droning in the background and he was doing it. He just kept going. Generation Zero. We have no hero. I, I didn't make that up. I don't remember any of the other lines. I remember that one. And I just like I sprained my left eyelid from rolling my eye so much. <laughs> and I, I'm not even joking. I was living in D.C. at the time and I drove home and it took me like three hours to get out of the parking lot. So I was already, you know, and I'm already in a pissy mood. So by the time I got home, I took uh, Siamese Dream and Gish and I took the CDs out of their cases and I frisbeed them out of my apartment window. <laughs> Into oblivion. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, and then because I'm, you know, uh, sort of a loser, I felt bad and went out and picked them up and <laughs> brought them back in and Disposed threw them in the trash. Them. But yeah. Uh, yeah. You have a heart. It's okay. I do. I do. But uh, I hate, I loathe the Smashing Pumpkins and uh, Radiohood is my favorite band. So. I thought you were going to, Andy, I thought you were going to say you got one of those CD cleaning cloths. And brought brought them clean them <laughs> and off brought them back account. to life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Restored them back to their jewel case. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Billy. Maybe I was hasty. Sorry. Did, uh, All right, boys. Did, uh, uh, let me ask one question about his his story, though. Did um, that thing Generation Hero? We got no zero. Um, I heard that that was a rejected lyric from uh, American Life. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, Madonna was pissed because she had written that lyric, and she went, "Oh man, oh, Billy got it. it. You go, Damon. Yeah. You go." Uh, 
Yeah, same stream. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I would rather listen to. I have no affection for either either one of those bands. But if if someone's holds up both albums and says, "Which one do you want to hear?" I'm, I'm going to look at the at the uh, bands. The, uh, the bands and go, "Yeah, just put that on." And there are some good songs in there, by the way. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. I just never cared too much about it. But there you go. Okay, then it's the best. Well, you, yeah. you say, George, what would you say just for? I, I'm I'm very unfamiliar with both those records. I know what the bands are, but uh, or sorry, the bands, the bands. Um, I uh, I would roll with Radiohead just out of what basically go. what Damon said. Yeah, well, there you go, there you go. George just all doesn't right. have room in his collection with all the Paula Abdul <sighs> albums. Yeah, and the Wasp just doesn't <laughs> yeah. fit between so Wasp many and singles. Paula. Just doesn't <laughs> the <A-D-> singles. ADW <laughs> doesn't. Well, they're in my kiss away. When you have an um, entire shelf filled with Blackmore's Night. Yeah, it's, it's, it takes studio odd. albums, the live joints, the the bootlegs. It's just yeah, DVDs, so much bootlegs. All the, all every copy of Fairy Magazine that Candace was in, <laughs> and the bootlegs have weird little fairy boots on them. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And then all the hats. I have a whole shelf of hats. I don't want to tell you guys where I got them, but I have the entire bootleg collection of Candace's air checks. <laughs> Candace Knight. I bought him at a rent fair. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, here's column four. Okay. Or column five, rather. Column five, best sophomore records. With the Beatles against Stone Temple Pilots Purple. Now, with the Beatles, you got all my loving. You got all I've got to do. It won't be long. But Purple has Vaseline, Interstate Love Song, big fucking empty. Uh, Massive record for them. Massive record for the Beatles, of course. I'm not even going to answer this because you guys know where i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm i'm gonna go with the pilots <laughs> yeah it's a great fucking record man yeah. it's a great fucking record i feel like a turd but i'm also gonna go with the pilots jesus christ there you go <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna break damon's uh his uh his beatles mirror right now yeah <laughs> he has an, an hq here <laughs> you guys just broke my beatles heart <laughs> i just right, here's I, a- I would never in my life would i if you said which band is better i would yeah. never it, you know you Cannot with a straight face say Stone Temple yeah. Pilots. That's why uh, this question is good. Yes. But <laughs> album says, to album. Says, wink. Yes, that's the guy who came up with the question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't love the early Beatles stuff. I love their later stuff. I could see that. Like, I know it's not a sophomore album, but if it was like the White Album, Rabbey Wrote or something, there'd oh, be no Yeah, contest. exactly. There wouldn't. Yeah. There wouldn't. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. That's why it's okay. a lovely, lovely, lovely batch. Here we go. <laughs> Column six. Back to Black, which is Amy Winehouse's beautiful record against Nirvana, Nevermind. So Back to Black's got Rehab. It's got You Know I'm No Good. It's got uh, Tears Dry on Their Own and one of the greatest songs of all time, Love is a Losing Game. And Nevermind, of course, everybody knows. You got Teen Spirit. You got In Bloom. Yeah. Holly. Uh, massive records. Massive records. Uh, what, do you, what say you, boys? I think you answered your own question when you said, well, everybody knows. <laughs> I mean, more it's, editorializing. It's it's look. It's never, it's it's no shade to Amy Winehouse. It's it's never mind. I'm it's a great fucking record. Yeah, I can't I can't disagree with that. Yeah. All right. She was great. Nirvana. But, I mean, like Nirvana's out. Al- that album is up there with like you know Zeppelin Four or something. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. about as good as it gets. Yeah. All right. Here's column seven. Pretenders two against Doolittle. So you got uh, on Pretenders 2, of course, you know, you got Talk of the Town, Message of Love, The English Roses, Bad Boys Get Spanked, Doolittle, you got uh, Here Comes Your Man, you got Monkey Goes to Heaven and Debaser. So uh, massive record, probably the biggest record in uh, 
in the uh, the Pixies cat a log, one would say, and the uh, and Pretenders, it's a goddamn perfect record. I just heard uh, <laughs> "Here Comes Your Man" a, f- a week or so ago on Sirius XM's uh, First Wave. Yeah, <laughs> and again the revelation, like, why wasn't the song a massive hit? Yeah. It Agreed. was it's such a perfect song. Agreed. So great. The performance and everything about it is, is awesome. That said, Pretenders too, fucking come on, man. There's just you can't top that. It's it's one of the greatest. And so you know where I stand on that. Yeah, it's a great mm-hmm. record. Andy, what say you? Uh I'm gonna go with the one that Wink said was a perfect record. <laughs> Feel, feels a little weird to not go with that one i guess was that out loud sorry yeah, that was, was out loud no i would uh he literally yeah. winks at you while, while he's, i know exactly you know, t- yeah. telling you the, which yeah. one so you say they don't, they don't call him subtext martindale <laughs> all, all full upfront text yeah uh, stoneface martindale <laughs> and yeah, no, pretenders, say, pretenders too is amazing and, and not that yeah. not that the pixies aren't but yeah pretenders too Georgie? All right. Well, I, I was, there's no need for me to open the shower door, is there? <laughs> <laughs> Pretenders, no contest. Yeah. Aaron, is this like, is this a, a bracket with 700 albums? <laughs> this is the last one. We're in the last, last one. Okay. We're in eight. Okay. Eight. We're in eight. <laughs> eight times two, six. This is eight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Eight. We got Led Zeppelin two. Regatta the Blanc. Oh. That's a fucking brawl. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, so you got whole, this is a whole lot of love, heartbreaker, ramble, fucking on, oh. living, loving, made, and of course with uh, with with this one, it's you know some would you could argue that this is the greatest police record uh, uh, as far as uh, uh, radness. You got message in a bottle. You got death wish. Bring on the night. Bed's Walking too big on without the moon. you. Yeah, bed's too big. One of the greatest songs ever. Um, so that's as massive records for both artists. As, yeah, as much as, as you, all those Zeppelin songs you named are so fucking iconic and just monsters, uh, I'm assuming on Brockett you're going by personal preference, and, and like the police is just, I don't any, any police album would beat any Zeppelin album, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, I'm going with the police. Mm, yeah, I it's it's a tough one for me, but I'm gonna go with Zeppelin. Ooh, yeah, all right, Andy. Andy. All right, Andy. Wow, oh, man, this is the hardest one for me. It is. <laughs> it's really um, hard. Zeppelin two, regatta, da blanc. Boy, I think although overall I like the police more. I think you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just album to album. Boy, this is I, um. Um, I have to go poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's where I do my best thinking. You can't teach the time. Can I, can I, uh, this, can I phone a friend? All this bathroom talk. <laughs> can I phone a friend? Flip a coin. Sure. Lifeline. Uh, <laughs> I am going to go. Oh, bring on the night is on Regatta de Blanc, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All right. It's Regatta de Blanc. Yeah. yeah! Okay. <laughs> I just All had my right. arms up in the air like the the big blue wrecking crew, <laughs> like 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 uh, Bill Royce. What's his name? <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Royce. Throw your jacket on the on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you're like Chris Makepeace in the bodyguard on the back of the bike. <laughs> yeah, Chris Makepeace is he a friend of Paul Nano's? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is uh, this is uh, moving on to the next round. Damn we got VH2 up against Elvis Costello's this year's model. What say you? Hands down for me, Van Halen too. Not a conversation. It's a motherfucker. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to justify anything to for Elvis to 
to make an appearance yeah, here, but I think it it's, it's great. Got, it's got to be service. VH. Come on. <laughs> what would you say there, Andy? If there were one VH album that wouldn't win, it would be this one for me. But mm. up against Elvis, though. Yeah. I think I still got to go. I got to go with Eddie and the boys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good choice. So he moves across, moves across the board. Here we go. Uh, we got uh, Paul's Boutique versus The Benz. Oh, you suck. <laughs> That's why you play the giz aim. <laughs> you didn't know Wink was so hip. You, you didn't know. You didn't know. <laughs> I, I, for me, it's Paul's Boutique again. No doubt about it. It's a great fucking record. Uh, That's my Merv Griffin. Great record. Ooh, great record. Ooh, 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 tell us ooh. more about Scott Bayo. <laughs> Merv was always close, dude. He was close to you. So this, to me, should, should be the finals. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am uh, bracketing under protest. Yeah. It can't but be I am going uh, Paul's Boutique. Okay. okay. Well, Is that what you would have said, Damon? I would have said that, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. On, right on, right on. Here we go. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots Purple against Nirvana. Hmm. Well, one doesn't exist without the other. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's Nirvana started this. So what? <laughs> you've got to agree. I'm, yeah, I'm with Stone you. Stone Temple Pilots did an awful lot of groovy things. They did. Aaron, you, uh, Wink, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, you just on a personal level, not these two albums don't participate in here, but in a general, just band to band, do you? It's not a contest. For yeah, me. You, you're a STP guy, right? With, with not, it's not remotely close. I would okay. agree with that too. Yes, yeah. I would agree with that. But for these records, it's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's never mind. Yeah. I, it's I a, think it's a great, yeah, Nirvana mm-hmm. is a more important band. Mm-hmm. Uh, album for album, Stuntable Pilots are more enjoyable to listen to, I think. Mm-hmm. Very yep. interesting. So different shades. Uh, but I'd have to go. Never mind on this. So hey, that's I'm, uh, I'm both a, of you, right? That's what you said too, Georgie, right? Yeah, I'm aced out yeah. again. Okay. Did what would you have? Said? Oh, I'm sorry. Should I have gone last? No, no, no it doesn't no. matter. No, I would have said the same thing anyway. Yeah. So we're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nirvana. Here we go. We got uh, Pretenders two up against Regatta de Blanc. Oh shit. <laughs> All right, we're, we're turning to Damon for this first one. Wow, this is this is a this is an internal struggle for our for young Damon Pivotons. <sighs> yeah, this is fucked maybe up. for all of us too, but certainly for Damon. It's actually just not even cool. <laughs> sorry, no, it's not sorry. even cool to put this on. It's, it's not, fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, this this isn't funny anymore. Fuck this you is wings. this is your guy's version of Paul's boutique versus the Benz. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I'm yeah. loving every minute of it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I relish it. Um. Well, you know what's funny is I, as much as the, the, uh, Sting has some killer songs on that album, iconic songs, there's a lot of sort of like sub-tier, and I like the whole album, by the way, and I like Stewart's offerings, but there's a lot of kind of like non-police classic songs on that album. And so, in other words, like, everyone loves Regatta, I love it too, but it's not my favorite police album. Right. It, and it's a lot of people's favorite police album. Right. Um. So... And then up against Pretenders too. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I can't. This is this is really tough because I've I've uh, spent so much time with both of these albums. But they're, because they're you waited on you know Fairfax dressed as a radish to get on the show, you know you're here and you got to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, you Door came into two. the studio. Turbo yeah, you wax. came into CBS television town to I'm do this. I'm going to go off the board with it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. <laughs> <laughs> Public enemies, software album. Usurping the... I'm, uh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to go off the board, too, and go with the eighth Blackmore's Night album. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think they kind of hit their peak right around there. Which is called, called Night and on, Day. Richie's, yeah. Richie's on Nebutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Up the Dosage. <laughs> More Norville for Richie. <laughs> the dosage. It's called Pass the Mandolin. All right. Um, so, I've had it with him and it, huh? Uh, yeah, Damn okay. It. I'm, I'm going to go with the police. I'm going to go with the police. Boom. All, All right. right. You too. Um, Andy, you want to say? I'm going to. I got mine. I will say only because I'm going to go with the pretenders. So I'll make it interesting. Me too. Me too. Oh, wow. Me too. Me too. I have spent far more time in my life with the police, the band, than the pretenders, but... The band. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm feeling kooky. Yeah. It's such a fucking incredible record. It and really is. Chrissy's just God the greatest damn. ever. And Chrissy. So. And Chrissy. Yeah, God That's damn. what changes it for me. Right, Wink's, All right, Wink's like complimenting the, the choices now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, this is like the sixth season. Yeah, like on the first couple seasons, Wink is you know plays it close to the vest, but now he's in a contract year, so he's just fucking <laughs> whatever, baby. His agent's All calling. Right. It's about you. You shine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Van Halen two up against Paul's boutique. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm gonna go with Van Halen. I think. Uh, Deuce. As much as I love Paul's Boutique, you just put a Van Halen, any Van Halen album on, yeah. including this one, and it just, like, transports you. Instant rager. Yep. Andy? It's Paul's Boutique, and it's not even <laughs> close. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's let me classic let, Paul's Boutique is a generational album. Well, I'm going to yell. clenched teeth. Well, uh, I'm going to yell from the locker room. <laughs> it's Van Halen. Oh, Whoa! <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> whose idea was it to have brackets? <laughs> <laughs> VH2 moves across. Okay, we got uh, Nirvana smells like, or uh, Nirvana never mind, up against Pretenders too. I'm going with personal preference. Of course, it's the Pretenders for me. What do you say, boys? What do you say? I'm going to go with Nevermind. Oh, Andy. I am also going to go with Nevermind again. It's a, generation, it's a generational album. Sure. Much like Paul's. It's a motherfucker. Which is why they both yeah. advanced. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sort of like moment of reckoning. <laughs> like all my favorite albums, these guys are ganging up on me. <laughs> They're all great albums. Like they are. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here we are in the finals. We got VH fucking two against Nirvana. Never mind. This is the final final? This is it. This is the finals, baby. I am going to go off the board again with Axis Bold as Love. <laughs> Look, that makes sense. It makes sense. It just makes sense, Aaron. <laughs> I will go with Aerosmith, Get Your Wings. <laughs> Best sophomore album. You have been a terrific studio audience, and they're, they're excited to see where we end up here on Best Sophomore <laughs> Album, Brakits, VH2 versus Nirvana. Never mind. All right, I'm going to vote, and I'm going to I'm rolling, rolling with my local boys from Pasadena. Van yeah. Halen. What do you say then? So that's VH2 for George. Didn't didn't I already say Van Halen? No. Oh, I thought you didn't. Oh, I was thinking it. I oh, thought. 
Read my mind. Okay, fellas. well, all we need to know now is would that be unanimous? We know that Andy sort of feels how he feels about the generational uh, yeah. vibe. Yeah, you know my pick here. Mm-hmm. It's freaky. You said style. Nirvana, Andy? Freaky Styley is my pick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, it, it is uh, it my pick nice. is Nirvana, yes. It would have been nice if we had a, a, a unified uh, squad across the front. But instead, Andy has dissented. Nevertheless, VH2 <laughs> wins Soft loudly. The boys from Crown fucking City. <laughs> yeah. That's a good rocket. We did it. Yeah. We did it. We yeah, did it. Sort of angry, too. Yeah, there's yeah. there's some con. I'm, feel, I'm feeling some. Yeah, this this is not the most relaxing sorbet I've ever had for sure. It's a little agitated. No, I'm more conflicted over all this. Yeah, yeah, but we got to make some some. Great I regret points. the last two hours and fourteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you'd left with a better taste in your mouth. Well, let's wrap this up with some. But that's what Steve Yeager's for. You're gonna need a long <laughs> shower. Buckets. Beer and losing. Buckets. Get more boats. Brackets. Wir antworten. Brackets. Get more votes. I did like that change of format, Andy. That was fun for us. It was. You know? Okay. It was. Yeah. So, and uh, and I'm satisfied with the with the uh, the final choice too. Yeah. I hope I hope you're not too bummed out. <laughs> I'll get over. He left after he left yeah. after Paul's boutique. I'm a professional. I'll rise yeah. above. Yeah. I'll rise above it. <laughs> Future naked Andy in the shower is is, is going to have. This is going to be this. the full on like beer in the hand, hand on the wall, <laughs> and just you know facing facing the water as it pours over your head. Like <laughs> Burt, Burt Reynolds in in uh, in Hooper. Uh, too many. Movies, yeah. Kevin Costner in Durham. <laughs> I saw you more of a Glenn Close in The Big Chill. <laughs> Pritzy's on or, after he kills Or Karen him. Silkwood. You need a Silkwood <laughs> <Yeah>. shower. <laughs> Guys in hazmat suits with brooms. <laughs> I need to get it off me. Oh, God. You guys all made great points, and you let Wink come in. Although, well, you didn't have much say in Wink coming in. Wink was going to come yeah. in. Anyway. Yeah. He's the driver of this bus. <laughs> Someone's got to drive. The driver bus. will often look, look back over his shoulder. Hey, you know what you should do, guys? <laughs> So, Andy, it was so awesome to have you on the show. It was. Fucking awesome. I had so much great. fun, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, any, so let's, let's talk once again about the, uh, the podcast that people should go subscribe to. Uh, it is called The New Abnormal. It is uh, from The Daily Beast. You can get it wherever you pay for your podcasts. Um, and uh, you can listen. It's a free podcast, though, it's right? A free, it is, yes, of course it's a free podcast. I don't pay for podcasts. No, it's just list. something I like to I'm say. I'm on the guest list. Well, um, Andy has a, has a GoFundMe, so we can, you can contribute to that. <laughs> exactly. It's a GoFun, comma, me. <laughs> uh, you, just, you just send Andy some fun send things. Send me some money so I can go have fun. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's where you can uh, check me out if you're not sick of me at this point. No one's ever seen that. I'm, uh, I'm not. He's the, the king of Twitter, uh, the pithy comics ahoy, or comments ahoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him to death. He's a, he's a lovely man and a huge talent and, uh, and a dear friend. So I'm glad that you're here today, Andy. Yeah, that was, that was thank super you, fun. Andy man. Levy. <laughs> thank you, guys. Seriously, thank you guys so much. This yes. was, I had so much fun. And uh, uh, I'll, I'm happy to do it again next week. <laughs> All right, we'll see you then. Uh, don't give Andy the Zoom number. Yeah. Uh, Damon, Aaron, if you want to talk to me, 
uh, afterwards about me taking George's place. Um, we need, oh, oh, I'm <laughs> still we can, on. We should, we'll, we'll, we're let's, we should talk about that offline. We're is all, what, still is all on. I'm saying. Let's so, take this offline. Uh, Andy, yeah. how do you feel about straws? Stra- uh, I don't like the paper ones. No paper straws. Paper straws are the, are the new wire hangers. Are you insistent on ice in your drink? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> All right, so that was episode 25 of Ear and Loathing. We're the Gitmo Bros, the number one rockers forever. We're going to see you next week on episode 26. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Ear and Loathing. Hey, Randy. Hi, Sandy. <laughs> not Andy. Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I'm, I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next week for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.